You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the Diamond Cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper in Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Axel, for that super awesome introduction this week. And welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 144, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. You should mingle on over here on Monday nights at 8 and mingle with the chatters. Join with the chat about what we're talking about here on the show. Interact, ask questions. You know, sometimes we'll talk back. Sometimes we will tight back but uh be sure to try to join us live once in your life over here at allgames.com and throughout the week there are a lot of good shows knuckleball radio video game outsiders with matt bradford but uh, check out all the good stuff over here at allgames.com uh we do want to remind all you guys to go over to zombieresearchsociety.com as we're the official radio show of the zombie research society and go over there and mingle all the news stories you can actually browse and listen to ZombieCast over there now. Click that play button where it says ZombieCast and read the Matt McFly articles over there. And uh, give them a lot of love over there. Those guys are very good to us. And while you're over on the social medias, over on the Facebook, simply type in ZombieCast. We've been getting some likes over there, like our fan page. We're slowly growing over there. And if you're ever on the Twitters, add at Dead Reviews and at ZombieCast News. Both of those accounts are us. Click that banner up top and follow each individual host of ours. So, guys, you know, it's been a long week. I survived the snowstorm. And. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, guys. I uh, 
I, I, I got a confession to make. Oh, I got a goodness. confession to make. I, Go I, I have a new hero. <laughs> Y'all fool. I have a new hero in my life, guys. Is it Matt Bradford's new no. hero? No. And this hero, <laughs> and this hero right here that I'm going to talk about, the joy of my life this week, picked me up <clears throat> in his arms and Jesus? carried me. It's Jesus. It was it? like it's the, Jesus. It was almost like the, the you know the the, the footsteps Mr. Clean? poster. No, Mr. Clean. No, it it it, uh, it involved battling one Asian guy, one oh. samurai. Oh, Mr. Oh. Tedekin came to the rescue and he scooped me up, and uh, we beat the Asian guy. Man, are you happy for me, dude? I'm a level freaking two. I am, but I want to see you proceed now to play like you know the, the game that you're finally past, like the tutorial part. I want to, I want to see you take this as a sign that you're good. Keep the momentum going, and I want you to beat that game by the, the end of the year. The video is up too. The video is up for everyone to see. Yes. Uh, me and Sean defeating the the samurai boss in Dead Rising Three. He has finally been uh, banished. Um, I must say that I had not fought him in a while, and. I am fully leveled up in that game. Like, I'm as powerful as you can possibly get. So if you watch the video, you'll notice I don't think he can kill me. I'm that powerful. Like, I'm sitting there just getting hit in the face, and I'm like, whatever. And I just, we, we just, like, basically I'm slashing him to death while Sean is point-blank shooting him in the face with a pistol. And after nine million wounds, he finally, like the shark in Jaws, he, uh, he finally just gave, gave up. Like, so like Moby Dick. Ted, is he a hard boss? Like, I know you're you're a seasoned video game Very veteran. Very hard. Well, okay, let's ask, Very let's hard. ask Ted. Let's ask Ted. Your perspective. If I, if, if I was a level one with only like two health bars, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. might be pretty tough. But I had ten, and you, like you look at the video, he hits me at least hundred and fifty thousand times. Dude, and he, I don't even come Asian. close to dying. He was Asian. Oh man, that's like he was Asian, man. And he had a sword <laughs> and math skills too. You know, we actually I don't even come close to dying. I was too bruised. Ah. I feel good, Matt. I feel good, Norma. You know what? We even had a test run. Yeah, me and me and Ted. You know, we we done a test run against this Asian guy, and I got up there and, and I freaking died real Shit fast. <laughs> I died right off bat. And Ted's like, "Dude, it's gonna take me thirty minutes to die." So we had to, <laughs> we had to restart our Xboxes. Yeah, like I, I, I wanted to like I, I wanted to capture the whole experience. So I said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna let him kill me, so we can start back in the beginning and capture it." And I, I stood there and watched the guy slash me for like four minutes. I was like. This fucking dude can't kill me. I'm too powerful. <laughs> I was like, oh, we had we had to restart the whole thing. Santana wasn't dead, dude. I was taking a nap on the side. I was just laying there. Yeah, I came and I came and gave you gave you an apple or something. And it brought you back to life. <laughs> Matt, dude, Ted didn't even help me. Dude, go watch the video, man. I just slaughtered that mother. I, I slaughtered him, man. I well, Jedi Valite says I watched the video and there was not a lot of finesse in that battle. What do you say to that? What? That's an outsider. Well. Well, that's because it's Dead Rising, <laughs> and Dead Rising is um, that's not the. Okay, uh, take the me smoothest. through this. Take me through this fight. Paint a picture. What am I looking at when I talk about this fight? What makes this fight so hard? Sorry, uh, I made Ted, I made Ted sit on the bench and I beat that dude's ass. No, that's not what the video shows, Sean. Come on now, come on now. I was like, hold now, Ted. Sean, you're only lying to yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, um, I do some kung fu. Take me through this fight. What what does he do that's so? Uh, does, he, <laughs> does he have a lot of weapons? Does he kung fu? Does he is it mental? He, is it a lot he of talks a lot. He says things like, first, my wife run off with with guy that works at at, at gas station, and now they're fucking zombies." And he's really pissed. That yeah, he does he does a lot of verbal shit down. 
right. but, but Matt, you got to hit him like forty times. So you got to hit him like forty times. Like two hits, you're dead, Matt. But what's his what's his main weapon? Why why does he kill you so often? He has like a what? giant spear thing, and he disappears and throws bombs, ball bombs. These balls ball that bombs. blow up. Yeah. Uh, law Bob is law blog. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yeah, he pulls these balls out and throws them. It's like pow! Do not die. I didn't die this time though. I'm proud of you, Sean. Next, maybe you can capture Mario is missing. Uh, maybe you can get uh, yeah. some of those early like brass like video games. Pokemon. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Barbie's horse Princess factory. Daphne. <laughs> Barbie's horse factory. That doesn't sound too good. <laughs> but you know what? Ted? Barbie needs glue. Ted, I kept playing. I went and got some trophies, and I went and got some spray paint for the blonde chick, dude. <laughs> I'm on my way, dude. I'm on my way. I tried to skip all that, but it wouldn't let me. <laughs> so I had to go back and get all that stuff. I'm glad I give you the nudge, but uh, there's there's much greater foes in that game to come. You got a you got a body uh, a female bodybuilder is coming, a morbidly obese woman's coming. And, uh, <laughs> there was only a guy wetting your whistle. There's a guy that looks like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and Magic Mike who's hey, coming. Hey, hey, hey. He actually has a gun that's his dick, and he shoots like rockets out of his dick. Oh, all sorts Why of crazy. I think I missed that one. <laughs> Matt, Matt Bradford, don't listen to him, dude. I heard the first boss was like really hard, so uh, no, you know, I, I'm I good so. from now on. I've never heard that about that game, but you know what? I, I admire your determination. You Matt, found need, somebody to do it for you, and Matt, but, I need a pat on my back, buddy. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, no, Sean, this it was hard. Yes. Man. I have read so many f- game facts, and people <laughs> like I quit. I quit after this first guy. They did, dude. But, I didn't quit, dude. I, you know, I continued yeah. 100 hours in, <laughs> 20 minutes no, into the game. I know. And you know what? Uh, I heard the developer, they tweeted about it. They, they tweeted your video saying, the first person to beat this boss uh, besides Ted. So, I mean, you set a new record. Uh, yeah. it, it really was. You know, and, and the thing was, was, was I took a picture of it, and Ted kind of got hyped, dude. And we had a good time doing it. And actually, and, me and Ted yeah, had, had, now, had a good conversation have, afterwards. It's a shame. They, they actually have screenshots got built into the Xbox right after we beat them, so you could have had like an actual screen grab. They put that feature in like the next day, so you had to take your picture with a you know an actual camera. Well, we could have just screen grabbed it. Hey Ted, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you say your name first next week. I'll I'll, I'll go out on my my deal we made. No. If you need if you need someone to help you, and I'll have I'll let you know. By the way, uh, the lovely Rachel could not beat that boss either. I helped her beat that boss too. A while back, and I have a photo. There is a photo of me and Rachel standing over his headless corpse. So I've helped two people now defeat. You're like an old Asian man killer for hire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a hire. I'm a in the world of Dead Rising. I'm a hired <laughs> gun, a gun for hire. Oh, I, oh I can, I'll, I'll only help you beat the Asian. So, when people who can't play games need help. They and and then we'll move on. Says Rachel can beat him. Really, really, Rachel. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, she's. Oh, uh, how the tides have turned. <laughs> She's a girl, you know. You know how they play. Ah! But, Ted, we're, we're, mo- we're moving on. But I want to ask you, Ted. I, I was not joking. I had not beat that guy. I had, uh, you know, a lot of people thought I was just no, like, making up for radio. But but I really hadn't beat that guy. Yeah, he loaded his save, and it was the fight. Like, his his last save. Like, okay, we're loading my last save. And right when this thing loaded, it was right into the guy kicking me in the face. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he was there. Uh but uh, thanks, Ted. And the video is over at YouTube. I guess it's .com. Just search ZombieCast News with no spaces. And uh, watch those videos over there. Ted, you're just getting several oh. thousand uh, views from your MonsterCon thing. Oh, by the way, I just found the... Uh, I will send you guys the photo of me and the lovely Rachel uh, defeating said boss. There you go. Rachel from Down Under? Uh, Rachel, well, you know. 
no, no. Uh, Rachel, <laughs> no, Rachel. not our lovely coffee-making Rachel in the chat. Oh. By the way, I could use some coffee. This Rachel doesn't make coffee. Day. This Rachel shoots spiders out of her vagina. Oh, Rachel. Mm. Rachel. Well, Rachel. my Rachel writes <laughs> awesome books, and I love her accent. Yes. All Australian girls have a great accent. Yeah. Oh, my I, that's, that, that gets me, man. The Australian accent. Did I accent? tell you that I had oh, a, I need to show you a, girl a that shout out like from that. her on Skype and her little niece? They said my name in their awesome Aussie accent. Aww. I was melting. I had to rewatch it a couple melting. times. If I was not married, you know, the Australian accent would just talk me right out of my boxers every time. <laughs> Top me right out of my boxers. <laughs> you know what my mom told me? Um, this is so dumb, but she told me like about a year ago that they had almost moved to Australia instead of the United States. I would have had an awesome accent. You'd have been dead by that, now. That Normally, a spider would have been Australia. You. Can That's you imagine? Sultry? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> me and uh, me and my best buddy <laughs> actually, me and my best buddy went on a European tour after university, and uh, on the tour was an Australian girl. Then me and her fell in love, and my buddy fell in love with another girl from Australia, and now he's living in Australia with her. Oh, uh, yeah. That's awesome. It is. So we, we Skype sometimes, and he's developed a bit of like, an Australian accent, too. Which is kinda lame, That's so hey, cool. so, so uh, American Horror Story, uh, Tiger just put a link in the chat. I didn't follow chat. up with her, by the way. It's Mariana listens to this podcast. I know what he's going to say. It's a sad story. <laughs> I was actually going to say this story instead of whatever news story you guys dug up. Why, why do you do that, Ted? I, I spent hours he looking spent for these stories. so I much time. Uh, did he? So American oh Horror God. Story got done? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, hey, it's sad. Who? Ben who? Which guy? Meep! Meep! No! Oh, shoot. If you watched American Art Story Freak Show, there's a little guy, little crazy elfish-looking guy named Meep. He was one of the freaks. And there's a whole thing where he's wrongfully accused. The cops take him away, throw him in jail, and he's actually like beaten to death in prison. And Evan Peters loses his shit. And Evan Peters spends like four episodes going, I can't believe they killed Meep! Ah, Meep! He was so defenseless! I have to avenge Meep! Well, the little guy that plays Meep was hit by a car and killed yesterday. Oh, wow. That dude looks weird, man. Well, yeah, he was in Freak Show. So Evan Peters must be running around town screaming, I'll avenge you, Meep! Is he from the North Carolina mountains? I don't know, but he 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 was on he was a cute little dude on Freak Show. He actually would bite chickens' heads <laughs> off and stuff on stage. I can't uh, spell the life of me tonight. Our horts? H O T goodness gracious. <laughs> no, that is sad. Yeah, that is I mean, and, and like I actually know a guy who lived in his general neighborhood who said he would see him walking his dog, and he actually like the corner he was hit and killed on. He says I saw him on that corner all the time with his dog. Oh so, no! So he's a little when guy. In American Horror Story, I felt really bad because he was just like an innocent little like uh, freak. And he was just doing his thing. And then the and mob came by and threw the bag out, and Evan Peters opened it, and his little beaten corpse was in it. He was like, ah. no! Hey, I'm, I'm going to a con next month, and that, that, that person looks like that they're from the Canadian Mountains is going to be there, from the American the Horror Story. It's, I think it's the a girl that plays Canadian a guy Mountains. part. Oh, yeah, Kathy, Kathy Bates' character? No, not Kathy Bates. The free boob lady? Not, they look weird, like they're, <laughs> like they're from the uh, like Are you talking Can, about, Canadian like, Mountains. Uh, you talking what is, about what does that uh, look like, Sean? What does it look like to be weird from the Canadian? <laughs> that. I think you're Describe talking that. about Pepper. Are you talking about Pepper? Wait, their, eyes, their eyes don't match and stuff. Flappy heads. Flappy heads. The, the actress who plays Pepper is actually really attractive if you go find like, one of her glamour shots. Yeah, yeah. But she's going to be there and Danny Trejo's going to be there. So hopefully I can look up with some zombies. I have, I have, I have, I have, 
I have a pepper story. Uh, mad, it's madmonsterparty.com. Cool. Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm going to be there representing ZombieCast, uh, which, you know, I applied three years ago for press passes, so they, they, they still always send them to me, and I, I've never been, so it's going to be fun. Uh, I think Bruce Campbell's going to be there also. But. Ooh, ask him about the new series. Sure, it's $100 an autograph, I think, for him. And then it, it sells out like, I think it's sold out now. <laughs> but, uh, but guys, let's get into The Walking Dead. We got news stories coming up later in the show here on ZombieCast. Yeah, apparently Ted just picks his own now because he has his own agent. I put up some websites and I let little Boo touch your paw on the screen and that's the one I read. No, I, I gave you the alien one. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, it is a go- no, it's a go, but it's like when something bigger happens, it more grabs my attention like that. Ted, like, you've got my number. You- you've got my text. How- you text me, goddammit. How, how, how many times have I changed the story on you, How many times have I changed the story on you? You tell Matt's story, uh, and then you slowly add yours to the bit. Come well, now we've got five news stories. And the no, first one is got four, Ted. Southie. Stick with the goddamn program. Mape. <laughs> 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 Meep. Meep. I'm sorry. I'm upset about me. It's coming out. It's coming out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've met Naomi Grossman, by the way. Name drop. Punch him again, Matt. Punch him again in the gut. She doesn't. It's shocking. I thought she actually was a freak, and then I met her, and I was like, "You're not. You're not Pepper." Hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, I am." And I was like, "You're a liar." Meep. Meep. Is I that... made love to her. Of course. Did you do her? Wait. Did you do what? her? Isn't James Marsters um the guy Fight. from Buffy? Ah, I've seen cool. him. Never met him. Uh, I'm Ted. I've seen him. Who's that? Who is he? A turn of a hat. Rachel, why don't you give me a name? booth in your con? Wow. Sean, you'd never be at the booth if you had a booth at a con. I know. I'd be hanging out front. <laughs> you'd be like having a smoke for half of it. <laughs> like, oh, no, I'll be back. Uh, but guys, last night was The Walking Dead. And I got to say, speaking for myself, last night for me, it had God. what I liked about season two. There was a lot of uh, dialogue. There was a lot of character building. There was a lot of violence. It was just, I think, good storytelling. And right off bat, we'll let Ted go first. Too. First impressions, man. You know, just about the show overall. Was you happy uh, last I, night? Sad? Yes, uh, yes. But I have I have questions to ask because I am either completely stupid or I don't know because. I, first of all, Probably Rick being super. I, dude, I'm Matt. You don't insult me, you know why? Because I know. I know. Uh, Rick was really like super. Eleven out of ten pissed all episode, and he, you don't blame him being very judgmental and like I don't trust you. Dude, and if, if my friends are going to go check this out, I think about an hour. I'm going to put a, a knife in your brain. And the thing with the applesauce, where he's just wagging it in the guy's face, was pretty good. But I did not get. And I totally lost it, and you can explain it. The entire part where they, they grabbed the guy, they threw him in the car, and they went on the ride to where the flare gun shot in the distance, and they started running through zombies, and the guy started screaming, I gotta go, and they ended up running into the woods, and then they wound up at the house at the end. I have no fucking clue what was going on in that entire sequence. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> can, I, can I suggest? Can I suggest? I have no idea what was happening. Can I suggest what I thought was going on? Yes. Um, so Aaron, uh, probably when he saw that flare, he didn't think he either thought it was his friend in trouble, which means Negan and his crew were nearby mm-hmm. and he just wanted yeah. to get the shit out of Dodge because like, that's bad news. Uh, but they went towards the, the flare and found out it was just uh, Rick's crew. Right. And that was the warehouse that they had like camped out in. That was the, the boyfriend. 
Yeah. I thought maybe that too, because he Eric. started saying, I got to get out. He started saying, like, they're coming. I got to get out of here. Think, something like that. So I, I thought it was just like something bad happened, like, with it. Like, their plan would just got foiled, but... You know, because Aaron was pretty, like, steely-nerved about everything, but that was one thing that, like, freaked him out, is maybe thinking they were under attack, and he knows who's around there, so he was like, no, I, this this plan's over, I'm out of here, right? Right. Right, right. So let's start... But why, the- did they, well, why did they look in the back window? He said, like, they're chasing us, or they're gone, or... And then they started speeding. What caused them to start speeding? Uh, yeah, that, that I think it was just weird editing. I think that's all that was. It was you mean like when Glenn lost control and kept go? running over yeah. everything? Yeah, and then, and then at the end, Daryl and all them were up ahead of him, and I, it, it was really a yeah, mess. It was, it was weird how they got lost because, I mean, Aaron wasn't with them in, in the camper, so the next thought I th- thought was they never saw the friend. They left without looking for the friend. That, to me, leaving without half of the crew that's coming here supposedly offering peace would be something part of the puzzle that you'd want to find before mm-hmm. leaving camp. You know what I mean? So then I was thinking maybe the friend was hiding in the camper and, you know, forced whoever was driving. I think it was, um, yeah, I did. Abram. That yeah. was a huge leap for the show for to the show expected of us. Like how did Eric get to where he was? Cause First time we saw him, he was sneaking behind a tire, and then we saw him with a broken ankle. We're like, okay, so did he join them in the camper? When did he reveal himself? How did he not get shot? Like, well, I got to watch the Talking Dead to find it, out. Yeah, I need to watch the episode again because it. I, yeah. I, I mean, I pay. I was paying attention. I was not. My mind was not. You know, drifting or anything. I just suddenly was like, wait, I have no friggin' clue what's going on. Why are they right. speeding? And now, why are they in the woods running around? What is happening? The question that I had was was the one thing that Aaron said, and, and then we'll, we'll go back to the beginning of the episode, but Aaron said we brought two cars just in case we find some people, but they had a big motorhome, right? Why, did, I mean, right. why, why didn't they all ride in the motorhome? I don't know. They all to fit easily, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Well, there, how many? Well, other, there's like ten of them, aren't there? That's, that's I think by leaving the other car again, that second person, they they didn't know what to expect. So that would probably be given whoever else was lingering around a chance to come. Yeah. You know, behind them. I don't know. I do. I I don't know if you're talking about this, Ted, but I yeah, I thought it was really weird how like Eric just appeared. Yeah. We don't we don't know how like because those people when they were walking down the road, they were like, let's shoot anybody who comes out. And I thought that was leading to, like, they're going to find his partner and, like, there's going to be a confrontation. But all of a sudden, it just, like, skips time. And it's like, yep, they found him and he's okay. Ta-da. And the van is some... I, I just didn't get when they started what they started speeding over. It's like they looked in the mirror and started... I think Glenn said, they're coming. Like, well, who or what? What's going on? But is it, could that be the elementary management, which we talk about frequent on The Walking Dead? Just, you know, overall... I think they've all become paranoid schizophrenics is what I think. I, th- I mean, Rick is definitely... Completely oh, yeah. lost his mind. Got start of the episode because Rick was a gigantic douche to Aaron through this entire episode. Dude, I was mad. Let's get to the beginning, all right? Rick's a psycho because because Freeman mommy kept getting mad at me. She's like, "Shut up!" You know, <laughs> if, if you're gonna <laughs> make ge- she's like, "If you're gonna make gestures, don't watch it with me." But I kept saying, "Dude's a dick." Yeah, <clears throat> and I was like, "Somebody needs to punch Rick." But so, rightly so, though. Like it's the exact same situation that got them fucked in Terminus. Uh, yeah. Woodbury and everywhere is trusting people saying they have a civilization come with us, right? Yeah. You know what I liked? What? I liked that Michonne stepped up yeah. and pretty much yeah. called him out. And I'm starting to see that there may be a little turn in um, who's Leadership. in charge. Yeah, I like she was just like, look, shut up, we're doing this. And he's yeah, I don't care what you say, you know, it's not and your then, call. But you notice after she said that, he was kind of like, 
yeah, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> He's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> that was my idea all along. That was my idea. We were, yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I, you know. Because Rick it, knows if, if it came down to it, Michonne could probably kill the crap out of Rick. <laughs> dude, I, you know, throughout the show, I was pissed at Rick, dude. I hated the episode until I saw the glow in his eyes with the kids' voices at the end. But, but th- I, throughout I the show, I was like, man, yeah. he, I mean, this, you know, I'm turned off on this episode. But, 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 but the, the last female. scene made me love the whole episode and realize, you know what? He was just doing good acting. But you know what, Sean? If, he, if Rick were just to be like in three seconds convinced to go there, we'd all be complaining how stupid they all were after everything they've been through. That's so true. We needed this episode and Rick being the way he was to be like, it was a really tough decision to trust them. Mm-hmm. I do he's like, still like he still like looks he's gonna be creeping through that door with his baby like ready to start shooting anybody who looks at him punk. <laughs> and <All right>. yes. <laughs> that's, I, that's what I was gonna say. I really liked how Michonne used the leverage of for the little girl, for the little baby. Don't do it for everybody else, but do it for some you know, for a place for your little girl, have a place safe to grow up in. Yeah. Great way of well, pulling at his heartstrings. Well let me ask you this, Norma. Mm-hmm. I thought right off bat, I, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but, but, but as soon as this, you know, from the time we saw Aaron last week, even when he was getting punched and being woke back up from being knocked out, I don't know if it was the, oh, you know, if we're just used to some bad acting on the show, but Aaron seemed like a blessing to me. Like, like the way he talked, his acting, yeah. everything. I mean, it was like, it was like a refreshment for the walkie deal. He was You're a like, cool cucumber, man. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just like, you know, it, it's, it's. Maybe this is, you know, he's a good actor. Maybe, maybe we're not, you know, just a whole dry Daryl, you know. Yeah, we'll talk about Daryl later tonight with my news story. Uh, it's time to talk yeah. about Daryl. But it's, you understand? It's time to talk. <laughs> it's time to talk. That's the name of a new movie. Let's it's talk time. straight about it's Daryl. Like, yeah. but, was that er, movie called a, uh, <laughs> No, I was going to say, Ted, was he kind of, not refreshing, but, but it, did it just seem like that something <laughs> new and good has been added to The Walking Dead? I mean, yeah, because I, I thought his acting was good. Mm-hmm. It felt like maybe he was from CSI or something. In, in it's two, about time the show. Oh, CSI is your judgment of good acting. Yeah, but, but I, you know what I'm saying. It, yeah. I love The Walking Dead, but but, but some of the acting is bad. Well, some like of the when acting. they were when when Aaron and, was it Aaron and whoever when they were kissing in the end and Rick walked in, it's like the the, the Rick fucking Grimes great Twitter sort of. He said exactly what I was thinking. Rick sitting there looking at that, going, uh, "Great, now I'm a homophobe." <laughs> no, no. He's, like, know, he's, like, he's like trashing them the whole show and he's oh shit look what i walked into i i like that he did walk in to kind of kind of like a snub at him see you were distrustful and hmm. you know what it is it's just somebody who's missing their significant other and they're trying to survive this too and they're not bad or so yeah. that's what we're seeing at this moment you know what i mean right no i mean they'll probably like end up shooting couple of them next episode and i will have to eat those words <laughs> well straight straight lead said um i think it's straight lead straight one three three seven he said uh michonne's maybe taking the place of tyrese as like hmm. the the moral compass for the group now true true i could see that uh but what if it turns out it's a bit uh, they've, they've changed it in in uh where, where, are they, where are they at right now matt what's it called alexander uh, Al- yeah alexandria is actually just a big gay colony and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's like every night there's like a like and every every night at eight like like all these like sirens Molly, go off Molly, and it's like Molly, we work hard. Everybody dance now. 
for and then suddenly Take Rick starts. Rick, this is when the Rick and Daryl love story is going to start. <laughs> oh and they look at each other. Their little love story. Everybody, come on, come on, dance now. <laughs> crazy. What do, you, what, what do you guys do here in Alexandria? We work hard, we play hard, and we <laughs> dance even harder. Okay, wait a minute. Can I just ask you something? Because I don't know how I miss this. But Michonne all of a sudden wakes up and says, Rick, you didn't ask him the questions? I didn't know there was a question. Questions. Since when do they have questions I've to ask people? Questions I've heard him ask those questions before. I think they asked the priest those questions uh, the how first many, time. How many walkers you killed? Yeah. Okay, I remember that, but I just didn't realize that it was a, you know, like their tryout. <laughs> if they pass the test, to, you know, whatever. So that was interesting, and I don't understand why. I mean, I guess they did it for the show, but why all of a sudden it hit her? Oh, you didn't ask them? Well, were yeah, you not there the whole entire the time? Like, oh, oh, shit. It's like, yeah. it's not that yeah. detrimental, guys. It's not like... Well, well, I want to know your opinion, Matt. Why did we like this episode so much? Was it the acting? What, you know, I, I never got to you all What I mean, what was it? Was, refresh, was it not refreshing to you, Matt? I'm with you, Sean. I really loved uh, the actor who plays Aaron. I like the character of Aaron, too. Like, you could tell his job is to scout people and to keep a cool head because, like, anyone else on that situation would have probably been antagonistic and pissed off Rick and, like, screwed everything up. But Aaron kept his cool, man. And, uh, and I, you know, I like the last three episodes, even though they're, like I said last week, they're kind of the episodes I hate, the do-nothing episodes, but the acting is really spot on, the writing, and I just feel for these people again. Especially the ending of this episode, it was really emotional for me. I'm just like, ah, they heard the kids playing, it was so nice. It, it was a refreshing uh, ending. Uh, are you guys getting tired of the signature zombies? Me, I, I don't think it's okay. We had, we had... A, Last week we had the tornado, the the zombies in the tree. This week we had to where you know they was running through the barricade. Uh, zombies, dude, flarehead zombie, and the best flare zombie. that was freaking cool. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's, that's something. Part. That's an effect they didn't have to do. They thought, what could we do that's neat? And when that that flare thing happened, it looked good. That, that looked really cool. I have to yeah. say the one part that made me go, "Ew, why do you do that?" Was when Glenn wiped with his hands the yeah. zombie guts off the, the mirror, yeah. you know, the window. And the husband's like, well, what did you want him to do? And I said, take off his shirt. That's disgusting. He just used his hands. You just like, wanted to see Glenn really take cool, his shirt like, off. Moment. We know it's up. Yeah, we want him to take off his shirt. You know, he had to clean the, that window. <clears throat> you know? You're looking kind of dirty there, Glenn. You might <laughs> it was take hot. Shirt off. He needed hot to ventilate. <laughs> Those Virginia nights. <laughs> <laughs> they can be brutal. I know where Norm's head is. Where's your yeah. head maybe, maybe the time jump is helping us out. But because before, you know, maybe that's what it is, Matt, Ted, Norma. Because before, you know, if they were driving, you know, the 60 miles to, or, or wherever to Alexandria, we would, you know, it, it would have took four episodes. But, but, you know, we got there fast last night. It turned dark. One complaint that I did have is we go to Washington quite frequent. Okay. And I felt like they was coming off a mountain whenever they were overlooking Washington. And there ain't no mountains nowhere near Washington. Just because I've been there, I was like, man, that, that don't seem right. But, but <laughs> that, that was just a funny... You know, what are you laughing at, Matt? <laughs> because seeing that part 
you know, my my aunt lived in in Alexandria. We, you know, oh. I lived in Maryland. So going into Virginia, DC, all of that was just like something we would do often. So I remember going down the road, and her, you know, I was like four, three and four. She would ask me what each and every one of those buildings were. So that kind of brought back like a little memory of being like a little little kid. So seeing the Washington Monument, you know, I think we saw the Jefferson. Um, was it the Jefferson Memorial? You know, you can barely see these things, and it was really cool to see that. Right. What about the nod to uh, Dale and the Winnebago in this episode where yes. um, Glenn knew where the battery was? Because I thought that was fantastic. I picked up on yeah, that. that. That was really sweet. I well, like can, that. We, can we agree, nice though, that I, it's it's gotten a little ridiculous to the point of how many times we have a car breakdown and they got to get out and work on it. <laughs> it's like every stop? car in the post-apocalypse is broken. Yeah, can we stop with the cars breaking down? <laughs> so, so I, I just brought up on Google. Oh. I mean, uh, uh, on, on Apple Maps. And I typed in Sonoy, Georgia. I'm trying to take an aerial photograph to sh- to kind of to kind of show Norma to put in our chat where Woodbury is for one, and where you know where Alexandria near DC is, and, and how close they are. And actually, in this picture, they've got the lake built and only one building up. You know, if you if mm. like like if you look at recent pictures, they got solar panels up and everything. You know, like me, mm-hmm. uh, Matt, and Ted were there, and we're and saw the set of Alexandria in person of how huge it is. But, uh, but I, I'm sitting here looking at the map. It kind of brings back memories, man. I, I miss you, Matt and Ted. Yeah, that was Aww. a fun trip. Norma, we missed you there, too. We, Dude, uh, I'm telling you, short. I was very tempted to just leave work early and pay like $400 for that ticket and just jump on there and surprise yeah. you guys. But that was fun right. when we took... We should post pictures of that, Sean. We took pictures of uh, us on the track. So those are some uh, neat shots we got. And and uh, Ted put together a whole movie trailer. Did we ever oh, show yeah. that? That's on the. That's I think that's on the, the Zombiecast YouTube. Yeah. Hey Ted, where's my Ghostbusters poster? I, I have a whole place on my wall for that thing. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Ted. <laughs> <laughs> He's like crap. He remembered. <laughs> so, so I'm sending a picture to we'll our, talk about that later. our group chat, Norma, and I and I kind of gave you directions. <laughs> okay. Uh, where we're at, but, but the top right is, is like the Governor's Road, Woodbury. Down at the, you know, and then uh, the bottom left, that pond is this where they were building the set. You can see the one building there of Alexandria. Oh, that's awesome. But you can see how they're they're close right there. And like halfway up is like where they filmed the prison scene. Uh, you can see the railroad tracks down to the right is where they entered, uh, where Glenn and them uh, entered the the tunnels and thing. It's crazy how it's all right there. And right to the left of where you see Woodbury is the pudding house where. Carl ate the pudding. So if you go to Savoy, everything's right there. The, put, the pudding house. The yeah. pudding house. Ted, I think I think the next time, or not the next time, but in the spring, if you make a visit back to Atlanta, me and Ashton, I think, just want to come down and, and do and hang with you for a couple of days in Savoy. Go there for a couple of days. Tour, we're not rushed. You know what I'm saying? And, well, uh, if you go in June, we can take uh, John Jacobson to Savoy. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, well, if you go in June, dude, I'll go, you know. Uh, I'll be a laugh riot. I'll make his ass listen to Enya. Can I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Two Enya. hours of Enya, man. <laughs> That's funny. You tell Miss Bracewell I like two pillows, Ted. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> I love you, Ted. But, but we should do it, Ted. I mean, you know, to where we're not rushed, because everything, I mean... We're always rushed, but me and Matt's been there twice. And, and you, dude, I think we could spend four days there and enjoy it. 
Well, we were there when the shops were all closed, except for the coffee shop. But yeah, the first we time we went, dead store. Yeah, so go when the stores are open. Like have dinner there one night. Maybe go to the bar or something like that. Just like really do it up would be fun. Yeah, yeah, because you know Herschel's house, all that's right, uh, right I near think there. We should all come dressed as a character. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Daryl. Fun, do a little role playing. I can see Matt as Daryl. I'll be Aaron. So I don't have to say much or act much. Get in a costume. <laughs> you can just grunt. Uh, uh, I don't agree with this situation. That's my only <laughs> line for this entire. Shut the fuck up. Whenever you go in through the doors, make sure you look at them first. Yep. No one gives a shit. Norma, did you get the pick of the map? I did, I did. I was looking as you were telling me. Yeah, the top right, that the the bottom, the top right is the Woodbury, where the governor was, in the bottom left, like I said. is. Uh, but, but, you know, there's five or six different settings just in this one picture of different scenes from The Walking Dead, big scenes. But it's crazy how they keep it all together. But, I mean, it's, man, I hope it keeps thriving like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the next few weeks, I, you know, last week we talked about we, you know, we really wouldn't mind maybe two episodes with no zombies at all, just some, you know, just a, a clean Rick. Everybody get, you know, a nice bath and shaved, and you know, we get a little dialogue and storytelling. Are you still on that on board with that, Matt? W- would you be happy if there was no zombies in the next two episodes? Uh, I think, yeah. I mean, I think. Even if I'm not going by the comics, I think right now the storyline is how far is Rick gone? And if he's given a place that is legit a safe place that doesn't need a guy like Rick, can he turn back into old Rick? Or is he, is he going to be the villain of Alexandria? Just you the know, way it's he's funny wired? that you say that because I was just thinking it would be interesting if they turned the tables around yeah. and that they would be... The unwelcome recluse, um, the shit disturbers, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? It's just how far gone he is, how a lot of them are. You know, it's yeah. just like this is not the way Rick was at the beginning, it wasn't even like him in second or third season. Like, he has really made a big change. Mm-hmm. You know, that people instead of seeking them out should be probably running very far away from them at this point, yeah. Oh, totally. And it, it was weird that Aaron was so destined to get him there, but you'd think after spending like one hour with these guys, you'd kind of think again and be like, maybe you guys aren't good for this society, given the fact that you punched me out and you're willing to like put a knife in the back of my head. Right. And you're not back in an hour. And plus, if they said to me, hey, Ted, you're not back in an hour and put a knife in this guy's brain, I'd be like, Rick, let's make it two, okay? Yeah. You know what I thought during that scene, too? He gave that hour timeline. He just told that to Aaron, but he didn't tell his friends that. He wasn't like, look, Come back in an hour or else I'm going to kill this guy. He was just like, go ahead, check it out. But to Aaron, he's sh- like, <laughs> I can't They're all him. walking slow as hell. Oh, yeah, I thought he like, told them, they, you have 60 minutes. No, he told Michelle. Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. You have right. 60 minutes. But if I were them, I'd be like, yeah, that's just like an arbitrary number. Like, yeah, yeah, we got 60 minutes. We'll be back. I, if uh, they were told 60 like... 60 minutes on the dot. Yeah, I'm thinking 60 <laughs> yeah. minutes. I was thinking, you cannot give them 60 minutes when you're trying to clear out zombies while you're walking by foot. Yeah, you're that was hungry. like an unfair deadline. You know, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, that's a little um, <laughs> presumptuous of him. Tiger, I PM'd you the picture uh, uh, that everyone wants to see in chat. If you can, post it. If not, don't worry about it. But uh, but but I can't do it right now with all the stuff that I have going. Talking about what you talking about? It, it, it's in our chat, Matt. Uh, in our Let's... in the secret secret service Zcast chat. Secret service. The one with Gabe and Subzy. Oh, cool. Gotcha. But, but see, you know, uh, Sonoy. I mean, uh, Alexandria was a lot bigger. They've only got one of those big college <laughs> dorm units built. Uh, remember, there was an old house you know, to the left side of that, and then we had a church that they were building on the outside. Then there was a burnt church. Mm. 
like Gabriel's church behind all that. So, but we're only talking four months though, so maybe that that sets more just for like exterior shots. Maybe they go to like a different location for like this actual city. I don't see them building an entire city because if you look at scenes from next you, week, like they're like they're like full houses. They wouldn't have built full houses for just like half a season. All right, you see how empty that is right there in that picture, Matt. I'll I'll send you some pictures of of what me, you, and Ted took. There was yeah. like, there was like a plantation homes built there, right yeah. to the left of that. You you see that big building right on the pond? Right to the left, there was like uh, like a big plantation home, like maybe where the leader lives. Uh, then okay. There was because I was looking at those pictures the other day of the big gates going around, and then they have solar panels right yeah. beside the pond that they've had. They were there whenever we were there. I remember seeing them sticking up kind of a, above the gate. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I put in chat, man. We need a yeah. You know, it'd be fun, a zombie cast trip to Sonoy, Georgia, for you know an extended weekend. Ted, I don't think you could spend more than a day in Sonoy. We can camp out, get some s'mores. <laughs> there you go, dude. If we met some fans in Atlanta, everybody got a hotel. Yeah, that'd and, we, be fun. and we we yeah, had yeah. two full days where we could go and just take the bus tour and, and hang out, get uh, Rachel yeah, yeah. Drummond coming from Australia, even though it's probably 10 grand for your airfare. Uh, <laughs> it'd hey, be Rachel, right. can you make it to... Can you make it I don't know. A, there might be a rumor she might be coming to Florida maybe sometime this summer. She took a tour of the U.S. last year, and she came right by Freeman Kingdom and didn't even stop. <gasps> Rachel, that's because she was waiting for me to come. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, something oriented like that. Uh so, so uh, one thing I did want to talk about is uh, the rampage through all the zombies, all the blood on the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and we kind of went over that a little bit a while ago, but I thought it was pretty awesome. It was kind of cheesy at first when I saw it and they kept driving, but in the end, you know, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm proud of it. It was, I, it a, was a dead rising scene. Yes, it was. Oh, good call. I like the I way like that, that the lights made everything red. Cool. Like. You notice when they showed the overhead shot, the headlights, the headlights were giving off a red light, which is a nice feature touch because it means all so much blood was on the hood of the car <laughs> right. that the light was shining through blood, and that's why the light was red. <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I shot myself last night. You yeah, you're having, re, dude. Imagine if it, it imagine was the if Asian it, driving the car, and I had flashbacks from Dead Rising. Imagine if Rick, and the, <laughs> Rick and the gang had run out into the woods. Suddenly, they hear this. They hear this voice go, "My wife left me for a man who worked at Walmart." And now zombies, and that guy comes flipping out of the woods. Oh, dude, uh, you lost, you lost your mind. And it was Glenn, dude. What if it was Glenn? What if he was the samurai guy from Dead Rising Three? We did beat Not him. Not all Asians death. are samurais. You know that, right? <laughs> they all, did you they, think I, he was going to let him dragons. go? I thought they all were dragons. <laughs> did you think Glenn was going to let Aaron go at that point? Because he, he really did. contemplated. No, he did. He, he he cut uh, he cut his thing and said, "If you want to go, go." And Aaron came with him. That yeah, was really the realism care. last Even night. Even before then. Like, you saw him running. You saw that little turmoil in him for, like, about two seconds. I sh- I'm going to go. No, I shouldn't. No, maybe I should. And then he turns oh, yeah. around. Fine. I'm not. Maybe that's oh, why he, we was, loved was he, it. It's big he let him be eaten, you mean? What was that? Was he going to let him be eaten, you mean? Yeah, you know, like, just, he was, the, like, it took him a moment to decide if he was going to, um... If he was going to let him go or not, what would you have done at that moment? What would have been your moral choice at that point? I would have gone and yanked the zombie off and let him go. You'd have yeah. jerked the zombie off. What? I would have gone and jerked the zombie off. Well, because I don't think I think Glenn was on Aaron's side from the beginning, and I think he read the situation. I don't think he thought Aaron was bad. Okay. 
True. I don't know, though. I don't know. I just really like the character of Aaron. I like uh, Aaron and Eric. I like that relationship. It's, it's just it's a, it's a, like a nice little moment in the middle of all this depressing all nonsense. Right. All right. Do you think that we decompressed the characters last night? Maybe that's why we liked it, because Glenn was the old Glenn. He was sympathetic, big-hearted. Rick kind of got decompressed back into the old Rick when he heard the kids. Uh, at the end. Do you think that we're, we're getting the, the, the characters back we love? I think that's the journey of the season is to see if they can go back to the people they were. I think that's the the question that the season's going to answer. I think Rick is going to take a lot, though. I mean, that that guy's gone, and for good reason, but I think it's going to be a long journey for him. Might be, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe we got the old Rick back, the old old Rickster back. Do you think we have the old Daryl back, the old quiet, doesn't say anything (coughs) Daryl? Who just looks oh, around really? and shoots he, stuff? He never left, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm turning a corner. I'm anti Daryl now. I'm sorry. I'm not anti Norman Reedus, great actor, but I'm anti Daryl. So sorry, guys. And we're, and we're gonna, we're never gonna get into that, right? Super yeah. Daryl fan, though. Turn to Carol. A lot of our news stories is about the Walking Dead tonight. Yeah. Uh, so overall, I think this, uh-huh. for me, this felt like the season two episode that I like. Just kind of them hanging out at the camper on the farm. There was dialogue. There was zombies. You got some storytelling. Mm-hmm. I got all that last night. I felt like it was a good season two episode for me. And it ended on such like a <laughs> breath of fresh air, like the first breath of fresh air in a long time for the show. Like you could literally, like I'm, I'm my myself is like, ah, like they finally found a place that's not immediately trying to eat them or kill them <laughs> or put their heads in a jar somewhere. So, okay, can I, one thing I want to say, though, I did kind of laugh when they went to the camp. The way Rick was such an asshole, they went to the camper and they found all that food that it comes oh, yeah. to Rick. Yes. Cronies are, they're all sifting through it, and Rick just looks at Eric and goes, Oh, this is ours. <laughs> yeah. No that matter what I, mean, I got ours. so mad right there. This matter of factly says, All of this is ours. The applesauce. That's, right? when, that's when Freeman Mommy told me, She's like, If you're going to make gestures, you've got to go on. You know, I'm not going to watch it with you. But I was like, they, they they acted like they captured this guy. They didn't even capture him, man. He walked out of the woods. They, you know, he came to it's them. like, ah, oh, we got you. No, no, he came. He walked out. <laughs> but but I ended up liking it. Sasha, Sasha, Maggie should have walked in. Rick, we got us a prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. So uh, hopefully it continues good. Uh, we do have a lot of news stories. So uh, you know that's kind of. The Walking Dead discussion, but it's going to continue into our news stories. And let me bring my news story up because it's really good, and I, I think this needs to be addressed. Yeah, here that's it. It's really good. I picked it for him. I picked it for him. Oh man, wow. this is shit. <laughs> uh, this is from uprocks.com, U-P-R-O-X-X.com, and it's entitled. Uh, last night's The Walking Dead featured a gay kiss that set the internet on fire. And you know what? When I read this headline, I was thinking people were happy, Matt. I was like, you know, it set it on fire. People were joyous. But this article is about a lot of hatred still in the world for the gay community. And what this uh, just kind of browsed through it is uh, The Walking Dead fans are already well aware of the non-controversial uh, that happened last night when two gay characters kissed during one of the final scenes in Sunday's brand new episode. Apparently, there are still many out there who feel the need to express their outrage at home at homosexual scenes on television have not accepted it as a part of the lexicon. Why? Because hatred knows no bounds, and because they obviously haven't seen Modern Family, 
Empire, and any of the great movie shows that portray gay couples in a uh, it's a part of life, guys. Get over it. It says yet much, and, and I want to read because you know this was a pretty powerful. This was a pretty powerful article that you sent me, man. Powerful. No, no, Ted, not the Asian accent, dude. I can't say I can't take it. Uh, I wasn't doing. I wasn't doing the Asian. I was just doing a guy who was overcome by power. Like samurai to me. Powerful. Don't do that, Ted. I, I don't want you. No samurai. Uh, it says yet much like a large portion of people who do not understand addiction and believe it's a choice. Uh, distractors of homosexuality still consider the subject taboo because they either a are not homosexual or b they have no one in close relation, family. Or friends who are homosexual, and in other words, they fear what they know not. So, or, or there's a there's a C. They are homosexual, and they're closeted and afraid of it, so they act like they fear homosexuality to hide the fact that they are homosexual. Or they themselves. forget that there's been a lesbian character in the show for the past two and a half seasons, but that's okay. So, don't but, talk, but don't I, I want to read Carol that way. And, and usually, I don't <laughs> okay, call sorry, people out. Matt, you <laughs> sent me this news article. <laughs> And at the bottom yeah. of this news article, we got Mr. Logan Williams from Twitter. And yeah. I'm going to say it because, you know, it, it's, it's part of the story, Matt. And he's at, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at, at write this down, at H-I-B-O-W-H-I-V. H-I-B-O-W-88. That's at H-I-B-O-W-88. And his quote last night for The Walking Dead said, had to go put go and put fags in The Walking Dead. Dot, 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 <laughs> damn, dot, 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 just damn. Another guy, Adam, at AA underscore 2105, says, gay guys on The Walking Dead just made the show value go down, dot, dot, dot. So, right there, had to go and put fags in The Walking Dead, damn, just damn. I mean. So they're okay with rape, dismemberment, <laughs> torture, murder, but two loving people showing affection for one another. Right? Black people. Yeah, Jew people. Oh, no. <laughs> the <Black> Jew people. <laughs> the Jew people. Um, but no, two gay guys kissing. That that was their line. They're like, ah, I've seen enough. This uh, show has gone over the line. Grant <laughs> on Twitter. Yes. Another no, one, Matt. No, no wonder God has sent the zombies to clear <laughs> this place. Oh, gosh. Now I know why the zombie apocalypse happened. Because of them homos. <laughs> Uh, Grant Sanity Roy said, uh, I almost puked at the gay scene in The Walking Dead. I almost puked. Give me a So, I mean, you know, it, 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 yeah, I've expressed on here, you know, I, I love all. I'm not a racist person. My father's gay. You know, I, I've said that clearly here on here. Uh, and, and, you you know, and, and I'm all about be who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? I think people are born that way. That's my belief. But to have hatred like this just to spew out, I mean, is... Uh, yeah, I might have I might have tweeted these guys about myself and said uh, said a few choice words. So, but you know there was a long list. If you go to that tweet from uh, from uh, the first guy, that is at h i b o w eighty eight, dude. There's a thousand responses to his thing uh, last night, and, and if that's him in his picture, dude, he's like a twelve year old boy. And uh, I, honestly, if that's your opinion, then please stop listening to this podcast. I did, I have no time for that kind of stupidity anymore it's just Dude, you can't even argue with them either <laughs> matt i always say it all the time that, you know there's there's two things that i watch on or three things i watch the walking dead i watch discovery channel reality tv and modern family and you know what is i thought we were past some things i know we're not i know we're not past racism like <laughs> you know we, we discussed last night but yeah sadly no 
To put yourself on a pedestal on social media to spew hatred like that it is, I don't think people realize well, how what, big that, social media say, is. When you say something on the internet, you can never take it back. It's it's there forever. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's just it's causing I, like, other people pain. Why? Why do we do that to each other? Why do we want to hurt people? Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Especially Why people who aren't wanna... hurting us. But, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think we're all on the same page with this. I, I just thought it was interesting to see like not, this not attitude me. still I thought exists. It was fucking gross. Well, I remember Ted chatted. Uh, Ted uh, all uh, texted us. He's like, "Oh my god, the homos!" And he's like, <laughs> "I'm off this podcast. I can't stand it." <laughs> Like, what Ted. is this broke That's back weird. walking back out <laughs> walking backwards broke back walkers yeah i bet they're biters if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah hey, i know they're not biters matt they're eaters they're pillow biters i'm sure <laughs> eaters disgusted and, and wyland says in chat wyland uh thanks for listening to the show and tuning in with us he says how many of those tweets are real and how many are stupid trolls it, was he talking about the ones because the ones here on the site are real and he was being trolled by yeah. me because, you know, this is like world news it made. You know, I mean, uh, it's made the media market. You know, and, and that's why we're reading here on the show because we got it from yeah. the market. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, well, they put people can spend stuff there. like somebody could hear what we just said and they'd say, Zombie Cast proclaims Walking Dead Homosexuals is my God disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, it, 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 Ted Briscoe says he will never listen to watch show again. I mean, it's like, well, that's not really what they said. Yeah. <laughs> so, but this is like proof. Uh, they could be trolls, but even if, even if you're a troll and say that, there's some level of you that's still a douchebag to troll like that. So it doesn't completely get you off. The I, I don't. I serious. My opinion is, I could not possibly care less if gay people want to get married or do whatever the hell they want to do. It does not affect me at in all. Any way. Yeah, same with heterosexual it, people. Just do what you want to do. I don't give a shit. And it's the thing I've heard, people, or I've heard people, women, like people say, "How am I supposed to explain to my child that gay people are getting married?" It's like, well, why do you need to explain to your child? Does it is it something that's going to be in the forefront? They're going to be dealing with all the time. Yeah, or just explain it. I mean, <laughs> right. straight people married. are getting married every five minutes. I don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Lucy had a good bit about that. It's like just fucking be a parent for five minutes of your life. Just tell them that two people love each other. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Uh, to kind of stretch out my news story, I do want to put this out there. Uh, we had a listener, a new like on Facebook, which responded Is, to are us. They, are they straight or gay? Uh, we ask that every new listener. He's like, up to we, have, we have our own questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have our own questions. But I don't know, man, because his name is Josh Nicky. Mm. Okay. Jo- Josh Nicky Westmoreland. So it could be Nicky. It could be Josh. Good Could be a guy or a girl. No, I kid you. Uh, Josh, Nikki, Westmoreland said to ZombieCast over on our Facebook page, which you all should like. I love your podcast. I missed asking this question for this week's show, but I have to ask this question for you guys. On the episode of The Walking Dead uh, from this past Sunday, which was a week ago, uh, in the same motion, Sasha slices a zombie and then cuts Abraham's arm. You know the blood would have been on it on the knife uh, when she cut Abraham. So would it turn him? Is it just a zombie? Is it just the zombie saliva from a bite that brings uh, one fever and immediate infection? I thought her the blood same on thing. the knife. I saw it. Thank you, Josh. Good question, Josh. <laughs> well, according to the rules of the people that write it, apparently does not. Right. Because but they've lathered themselves in zombie guts many times before. Well, 
you know, it's like they've had, remember in season two, uh, there's been many situations like where Andrea was like stabbing the zombie in the eye with the screwdriver screaming and blood is just shooting all in her mouth. Right. right. So I, I don't think you can contract it through blood. Yeah, I think that's different. Yeah, I like, um, I, like you said, it was all in her mouth. And Glenn is here wiping the window with his bare hands and not thinking twice about it. It's not like he's going to go to the courtyard Marriott over there and go wash his hands now. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So they're not – nobody's sanitizing anything. So one way or another, you come in contact with this this germ. I think it literally has to take the host of – you know, make your body its host for it to really take. But why does a bite do it then? Because a bite, I think it's you're already getting so much of like that saliva directly in there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Would you be getting like if someone if you you had an open wound and you got zombie guts on it, that would almost be the same thing, wouldn't it? Then just like a little bit of like zombie spit on you. Maybe in little small increments, your body can fight it off. Well, Eli, uh, sodium, <laughs> your sodium from Knuckleballer had a good um, theory about all of this. And he said, like, maybe when you get bitten, it's not the fact that, like, you're getting bitten with a zombie virus. It's the fact that you're getting bitten by a zombie, which has, like, a thousand different types of bacteria in its mouth. Yeah. And that accelerates you dying because that's just, like, getting bitten by, like, a toilet, basically. Yeah, and the, that mouth, kind of, the human mouth is, like, the filthiest thing in the world, right? Yeah, so a zombie's going to be even filthier. So that's what kills people when you get bitten, and they just turn into zombies because that's the rules of the game, right? Hmm. So it's more like you're just dying of like normal diseases, but right. you turn into a zombie, and the, the bite is a lot more fatal that way. I don't, it's an interesting theory because yeah, they they always have they're always covered in blood and swallowing blood and getting it in them. True. Right. Oh, uh, sorry. Cool. Yeah, I like these theories. I like talking about that. You know, it, it's interesting. It is. Yeah. Come. Sorry, guys. I'm looking. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I also think too, like if if that were the case, if if there were going to be something where Abraham was going to get infected, like Walking Dead isn't that subtle. There'd be a cut to his arm. There'd be a cut to like him looking at his arm in the barn. There'd be a cut to like it, like they don't just do that those tiny little things and come back to them. There's always, they kind of play their hand a little bit more than that. You know what I'm saying? It's, he would it's start, not, he would start uh, having images of, uh, of, 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 of Bob and Tyrese. It's <laughs> yeah. okay, Abraham. You know, it's one okay. thing I do like Abraham. that they did is, um, I liked how fresh they made his cut. Abraham's cut still look today, you know, yeah. this, or not today, but today's or this last episode. Right. Right. Uh, what's the zombie boy posted a true fact? What's this? Yeah, he sent me a little link here of true facts. I just passed it on to you guys of things oh, about geez. The Walking Dead. I thought that was pretty cool. It was pretty interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, go to uh, TWD true facts, all one word. Uh, oh, that's actually pretty neat. There's like a thousand of these things. Okay. I will not be looking through all those right now. I'm honestly going to see <laughs> if it sells on eBay anyways. I got the wrong note. That's from Matt. Yeah, that's from me. <laughs> That's me and Ted's <laughs> private chat, okay? I'm like, well, not so first, John. No one was not supposed to be talked about out loud. <laughs> They're selling stuff under the black market over there. Uh, We're selling our, dream, our, dream, our new Dream Team shirts. <laughs> yes, you know what? I got a PS3 with about 20 games, two PSPs, a so couple of games, all that. That I want to sell for 350 so contact me, uh, Freeman Daddy, Freeman, iPhone at gmail.com. Sorry. I'm trying to sell a PS3 and two PSPs and 30 games for 350. This is buy and sell radio, Sean. This is ZombieCast. 
<laughs> well, I, I read your eBay thing, man, and it made me think about it. ADHD. Is this, is this Sean Freeman or Crazy Eddie we're listening Crazy to? Crazy Eddie Sales! Just yeah. call Sal. That's it. Uh, Mr. Matt Bradford, dude, what do you got for news for us, buddy? Uh, well, I think Ted is next on our news listo Ted, are you Unless- Ted is news, right? Oh, Whoa. no, I have new news. Oh, There's good. new uh, news on the zombie cast. Why does he get two stories, Matt? <laughs> uh, he's dead, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm definitely getting to my Daryl thing because this has been this has been boiling up. But um, oh, we'll talk about that later. We got one new uh, story. Neil, Neil Broomcamp. Like <laughs> <laughs> Neil Broomcamp <laughs> is going to be making a, the next Alien movie. Neil Broomcamp, if you know him, he did um, District Nine. Great Alien movie. What was the other movie he did? That was was it the one with the uh, it was Elysium with Matt Damon. Teen Wolf. Matt Damon was a robot. Oh, that was a good movie. Harrison Ford. Oh, he likes movie. to do the, the types of movies. So he was, and he also was supposed to do the Halo movie that never happened. But he is officially doing the next Alien, and everyone's all excited. Sigourney Weaver said he has some sort of amazing story. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'll watch nine thousand Alien movies. It's time they made a new one without yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, be in it though that would be pretty awesome i don't know but they made the big blunder of killing her in the third one they resurrected her in the fourth mm, one that's right yeah i don't like clones yeah, uh, one of the- did you guys hear that i played alien isolation the video game is that something you guys know well, you i'd like to hear that? all yeah, about, I'd like it. To hear about it man. I hear awesome. <laughs> maybe i'll talk about it tomorrow night on vgo <laughs> maybe i should play it and call into hey, what if i played it and called into vgo and said i'd like to talk about a game and i just went on about <laughs> he'd hang up immediately though right he probably would hang up but it'll be funny you might not even get played though I don't think he'd let me on. Anyways, it's inside baseball. Sorry, but yeah. Sorry, continue. Uh, I like Neil Blomkamp's. Is that his, how do you pronounce it? Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Uh, I love District um, Seven, District Nine. Nine. District, District Nine. District Nine. Uh, <laughs> I, I genuinely did. I'm not just being a dick right now. I just forgot the number, but I loved it. I mean, the story wasn't great, but I loved like the feel of it. And then uh, I haven't seen Elysium, but it looks like the same feel. So if he can add something original to the Alien franchise, I'm all for it. You, you know, what, Couldn't what, be worse than Prometheus. Yeah. I like Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, one of the artists from uh, the 68 comics, uh, from over at Image Comics, our good friends over there, uh, not Nat Jones, but uh, one of the other artists, was just at a con, Ted. It was an alien con, and they were auctioning off like all the pods from the original movie. So, so maybe that's building up hype, just getting aliens mm-hmm. out there, because I saw tons of posts about these auctions that were going on uh, like two weeks ago. Plus, we're going to be getting 68 guys on here soon. They agreed to come back on and hang out with ZombieCast. So. Sweet. Throw it out there. So, Aliens, Ted, that sounds good to me, man. I can always use another Alien movie. Sure, why the hell not? I've never been an Aliens fan, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that those teeth, yeah, that was a little nerve-wracking. The only Aliens I, I like is at the end of Spaceballs, when, when Tommy Chong... <laughs> <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, my lover. Hello, my right. I, I remember it's Tommy Chong sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, man." <laughs> I I've never actually seen the first Alien in one sitting, beginning to end. True story. I've seen the second one plenty, but I've you never sat. I, I, I think I've I, seen... I, I've seen all of the first Alien. I've just never seen it in one sitting. Well, one movie I've never seen ever. Like I've seen little pits and pieces, but I've never finished it and watched it all the way through. Is Charlie, um, wa- uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Whatever. Eh, eh. Never. Never. Anyways. You never we saw that? You know, you know what we should do? We should have a no. segment one week. Maybe today we have a lot of time. We should have a segment where we just talk, list the movies we have that you would not believe we have not seen. 
Like what? Because everybody has those movies. Sure, like, why not? How, I'm Godfather. Have I have not, not seen, seen Godfather. <sighs> Let's finish yes. the news and then actually do that. I think All that's right. interesting. All right. Okay. So, I have the next news, and I think this is right up Ted's alley. Because my news story is 10 Open things. Your alley, Ted. You ready? You ready, Ted? Your, you might not open? know. Here it comes. About the ring. The ring. The ring. Rip, 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 you should have seen, seen her face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's a lot to go through. So I'm gonna, I dated I'm gonna go someone through. like that. What was that? I'm gonna. <laughs> anyway. Seriously, one of my ex girlfriends looks like the chick from the ring without letting the rotting face. Mariana looks, looks like that, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, she can be pretty freaky. She's got the freaky. black. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the freaky we're talking on about. We do, we do some role playing sometimes where I'll put on static <laughs> on the TV and she crawls to me. She well, gets all slimy and crawls all slow at you. <laughs> run, well. run for yeah. the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, poor Mariana. <laughs> she can take it. Anyway, she's done that for Ashton. Mariana. Mariana no, she didn't do anything for Ashton. Put on the tape. Her and, her and Ashton Mary. played the ring. I don't oh, want yeah, to go down this. I don't want to go down this path. <laughs> she was he, Ashton was all over Mary. It was it was awkward, but it was kind of fun to watch. Ashton, hey buddy, uh, how are you Aww. enjoying school? You have a lot of friends. Why don't you shut up and show me them boobies? I <laughs> show saw it happen. Show me them titties. <laughs> I saw, I heard it happen. I was like, Ashton, way to go. Yeah. Enya yeah. was, was playing The Love Was in the Air in Ted's car. Yeah. He's 12 and so, about 13. That song was sad. Yeah, and, and, Sorry, and, Norma. And, and, uh, and Mariana was like, if only you were literally three times your age. <laughs> you might have a chance. You might have a shot. And Ashton's always saying there's code name Wolfaball, whatever that means. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing so that number out. 10 number yeah. 10 yeah okay <laughs> are you ready Ted, <laughs> did you know that playing the movie frame by frame in the exact moment when Katie Embry is scared to death at the beginning of the movie you can see all the images that appear on the video each image appears for just a fraction of a second the effect is re- repeated at the end of the movie I, I dude, that, that was scary. Seen, yeah. All you right. You see it all flick by real quick whenever someone bites it. All right. Listen to this. The, the day the ring come out was our <laughs> first day home with Ashton. I think I've told this story before. Uh, Ashton had been born like two or three days before. Uh, we were as new parents. Matt, you've been there. Norma, you've been there. You, you know, you're like, well, you know, I'm not. I don't want to go right home. You know, we got it. We got a freaking kid with you know, so we went to see the ring with Ashton on our way home. I like the movie so whoa, whoa, much. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You were were you leaving the hospital after Ashton was born and y'all went to see the ring? Yeah, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. It was empty theater, so we, we and, stopped. And by. and Ashton was like three days old. Are you for real? You took your newborn three day old baby? Oh to the yeah, room. all he did was sleep, man. It was in between us. Did you what? kidnap Ashton when he was like like five or six? Is that what we're learning? Yes. But but what I'm saying is whenever they show her in the closet and they're like, you should have seen her face. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, that that scared me so bad. Yeah. That it's- night, my cousin Russ came over to see Ashton. I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to pay for you, and we're both going to go see the ring together at the midnight viewing. <laughs> I saw it twice the first night, and, and I knew that part was coming up, Ted. So I yeah. turned around and looked at the audience, and it was a fucking wave of fear. Yeah. Because when the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, mom, the mom's washing dishes, and she's like, you should have seen her face. And it shows that messed up face where they're in the closet. Yeah. Oh! That scene, without a doubt, I remember I saw that movie in the theater with my mom, my brother, and one, and my best friend. We all saw it together. And, oh, yeah, every, to this day, I, I, when that scene's coming, I'm like, because it gives me flashbacks of how it fucking scared the it shit out of me. It was loud in the and theaters. They, and when I go to Monster Palooza, they actually have the, the doll that was in that closet. They bring it to Monster Palooza. Oh, wow. see a person. It's, they, they leave it hunched in the corner with that crazy face. I have photos of it. Uh, so, that'd be so creepy. Yeah, I know. Oh, I gotta find a picture of it now. You know the scene. If you've seen the movie, you know the I saw her face scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, Jedi of Light says, really? The ring at three days old? <laughs> yeah. I did. <laughs> it's almost, you, you know how, Matt. That's why that kid's such a pimp now. He can take anything. Yes, Matt. Yeah, all right. When, whenever Xander was born, little Matt was Yeah, we born. took him to the exorcist. Z- Xander screen. was born. Listen, listen to me, Matt. When, when, you left, Holocaust. <laughs> when you left the hospital, it was weird. You're like, you know, I can't believe they're going to. You were thinking to yourself, I know what you I didn't think thinking. time to go to a movie. No, I listen to me. I got life to take care of. <laughs> but, you were, but you were thinking, you know, I can't believe that, you know, why can't we stay another night? You know, I can't believe we got to leave. You, know, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you were nervous. And I we were the same course. way, and we were going home, and, and it's a movie we'd want to see, and I was like, you know what, nobody, everybody's at work, it was like a, 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 a Friday, and I was like, let's just stop, and, and it was like a pleasant thing, you know, it was like a little break before we went home with the child, so it was like a, a <laughs> godsend for us to, to go see that <laughs> movie. like, it would be loud child, noises for a little newborn. scariest movie in 10 years. <laughs> you have to think about it this way, which is somebody brought this into perspective. A baby, when they come out into the world, the world is quiet. Remember, they're inside this, this little box and yeah. hearing all kinds of crazy loud noises, like in our bodies. You know what I mean? Our blood is pumping. Farting. Our heart is sending, you know, blood through it so it's making like a vibration sound they're constantly moving it's got to be loud in our stomachs well all i know sean i only know sean is that there was static in ted's car just for like a brief second and ashen like wigged the fuck out (laughs) and there was horses yeah like he started clawing at the windows he needed to get out yeah and right at that same time we accidentally drove by a a a field there was a stable with some horses and he just started flipping out can we all and then he turned and he saw and mariana was covering her hair so she had it pushed out of her face Yes. And he turned, he's like, ah! I thought he, I swear, I thought he was going to die. Seven he was, days. going to stab a seven bitch, days. Seven days. Seven days. Seven <laughs> What are the rest Lord of the things you don't know, Norma? Okay, ready? Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to kind of jump around here. Okay, the subtle images of circles in various forms, such as the designs on the doctor's sweater, the shower drain, and Rachel's apartment number appear throughout the movie. Did you know that, Ted? I'm lost. Is this a new news story? I'm lost. It's what was the that? things you didn't know about the ring. I know the, oh. rings, the ring logo is a circle. Can we... Okay. Norma. Here we go. Norma, yeah. have you seen the ring? I have not. My friend, who loves yes. horror movies, said she was scared so bad from the ring that that, to me, has really like scared me from ever really watching it. Because she can handle anything. Norma, or so I, thought. I, I think this movie is one movie that's, that's forgotten, for one, but it's like an artistic masterpiece for horror. I, I think it's... Yeah. It's, like, it's like a really good... 
like with the horses and the girl and the seven days. I mean, it's like I, I think it's a really good movie. This Forgotten. I need to buy that movie. I need to see it again. I, need, I, I, I have it. Me and Ashton should watch right it now. I actually have it sitting right here on DVD, like literally seven a pile days. of DVDs. Maybe we should do a movie night. Lord Vader. <laughs> let's do one of those movie nights with with Derek and Heck and everybody else, and let's watch it. I'll watch The Ring. Let's do it. Let's the last do it. time I did that with you, Teddy, went to the hospital, man. I'm not watching <laughs> no movie with you. Uh, I saved a man's life. I'll have everybody know. Okay. <laughs> Derek Hopkins, <laughs> the, uh, the man who runs all games, he owes me his life. I held That's his true. life in my hands. And That's I, true. I did not let it escape. I was like, no, you will yeah, not I'm die this night, Derek Hopkins, and I saved it. Did you run over to his house? Now he drove over here like a total fucking moron. <laughs> Dad! Dad! You know, but you know what? He probably at that point had no idea what was going on. Right. So that was so just was maybe totally part of his adrenaline of running through his body yeah. at that point. You True. saved the day, Ted. I'm a hero. And I'm I a hero. Die. And, and just saying, hypothetically, if he had died driving, would you still be a hero? Matt, would he be? I'm not touching this. Man. <laughs> Me neither, man. That's why I'm not answering. <laughs> I didn't have a ch- look. I didn't have a chance to stop him from driving. This is all I heard was, "Ted, I'm coming to your house." And I was like, "Well, shouldn't I go to your house?" And he was already gone. And I was like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. So I ran outside and said, "Okay, if he's not here in ten minutes, I'm driving over there." Norma, you got to read them all. I, I want to hear all these because I really like. Oh, this she's movie. trying to. What, what she said <laughs> she was going. She said she was going to skip around. Yeah, so. you want me to read? It? I'll read them all. Okay, ready? Here we go. Ted. The ring. Sorry. I, I was joking, Norma. I did that on purpose. <laughs> Jacob's sing this segment, Sean. <laughs> the ring-shaped motif is, the u- is unique to the American remake. What the heck is that? What's the author's name? Okay, so it was new because it's based on a Japanese horror movie. So I guess the ring, the O-shape was new for the American yeah. version is what they're saying. Thank you. Okay, here we go. So the author of the novel, of you know what the movies are based, said the title referred to the cynical nature of the curse. Since for the viewer to survive after watching it, the videotape must be copied and passed around over and over. Right. So it has nothing to do with the actual ring they see at the top of the well. That I don't know. That's just all that it told me right there when I read it. You gotta watch this, Norma. <laughs> I'm telling you, my friend could watch anything, and she came back shaking from that movie. And that to me was like, uh uh. You know, it was a missed opportunity, though, The Ring 2. Yeah, is it just as good? No, it's terrible. They fucking. I have grown, I guess, as as far as watching movies. They don't freak me out as much anymore, so maybe I can handle it, but still. Was it scary? Yeah, you can watch The Ring. The Ring is scary, but it's it's, it's not like. You like know. insidious, everyone's like, "Oh, it's scary." Didn't freak me out at all. Oh, you like, oh, all right? You want to see one that will freak you out? Mm-hmm. What was the movie we talked about last week, Ted? With, the, with Ethan Hawke. Sinister. 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 Oh, Sinister. Pile, like, now I'm telling you, Sinister, Norma. Sinister. <laughs> I may have seen. You Sinister. say a mo- you say a movie that does not mess with you. I watched it at night. It, it kind of bugged me a little bit. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll finish watch it with Freeman Mommy. During the day tomorrow, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to finish it without her, so I waited. <laughs> and, I didn't want to uh, finish without Freeman Mommy. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but we watched it during the day, Norma and Freeman Mommy. We live right on the Beltway inside the city, a mile from Costco. And Freeman Mommy's like, I mean, is it three o'clock in the afternoon? She's like, I'm not fucking going to Costco by myself. 
<laughs> after watching this, it, it really got Freeman mommy. Watch Sinister, yeah. Norma. It'll get to you. Yeah. Ted, you, I, think I this mean, is Matt, one that you need I to watch. I wanted it. to see. I'm trying to see. Which one? Sinister's. Which one's the one with the little homemade videos of kids killing people? That's, that's Insidious, thing. wasn't it? Oh, that's Sinister. That's, yeah, Mariana can't handle Sinister. Then. It, it was that's bad. Like it a was weird... lawnmower runs over people. And stuff. Yeah, she can't handle that. She can't handle the music. She can't handle even talking about it. Just the like, dude's it really affected eyes. Her. Like the paintings when the dude would move. And it, it, I think it was the soundtrack. Like the soundtrack really bugged her because it was like so weird. I'm glad you say that, Matt, because I mean, it, I, I'm not lying. <laughs> dude, this scared the shit out of Freeman Mommy. Dude, during the day, she wouldn't go to the store by herself. <laughs> Yeah. Do I, so why do I really want to watch this movie? Because <laughs> you're like insidious. You're like insidious. I work no. with kids. I don't want them to come and like me thinking of them attacking me at any point. No, Norma was just, Norma was just saying insidious, boring. Blah, blah, yeah, that was boring. I'm scared. That didn't freak me out. So watch Sinister. <laughs> there are a couple moments where I'm like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. You, I'm like, what? You, that was nothing, you know. So you can still find Sinister in Redbox, Norma, and it okay. may be on Netflix. I have to. We'll have to watch it. But with the lights on, nobody wants to watch these movies with the lights on. Watch it. So that's why we got to watch The Ring together. We'll watch it I all watch, together. I watch horror movies like scary ones by myself in my apartment in the middle of the night with all the lights off, and I still You're sit nuts. there and go, "This is stupid." <laughs> like the Bob is stupid. And Ted runs out of theaters like super high speed. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. Not, what do you watch, Ted? Winnie the Pooh and uh, the, the Half a Lump. The, Fraggle Rock Halloween. We found it. Fraggle Rock. I love it. Okay, next one. Yeah, let's let's see. A bad religion sticker is partially visible in Noah's locker in the A V room. Gore. Verbrzezinski directed the music video for the for American oh. Jesus from Bad Religion, Recipe for Hate. Other stickers visible in the locker include those for, oh my gosh, Epitaph, Ban, Pennywise, The Refused, Lars Fredrickson, and The Bastards, and The Descendants. Lars Fredrickson, that's, uh, that's Rancid. That's the guitar player for Rancid with the Mohawk. This was also the first movie I ever saw Naomi Watts in, and I was immediately smitten. It's like, look at her. Yeah, that's mm. true. She was. So, so Lars was in this movie? The sticker. Okay, Lars Fredrickson. It's like the Lars Fredrickson experience or something like that. That was his side project from Rancid. Ruby, Ruby, But this Soho. is a bad religion sticker. Okay, here we go. Ready? Next. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little distracted. My brain... Okay. Okay, you're like, all right, next. Next. The cursed video is available as an Easter egg on the DVD. Did you know that, Ted, since you have the DVD? I did. That's not even an Easter egg, Yes, I have watched it. The what? You can actually watch the full ring video on the DVD. Yeah, but you have to add, it's not like in the regular menu. You have to click on a certain part of the menu to make it play. That's like, what was it, uh, Final Destination Part 1? It would give your death date. It had a death clock Fight on there. Fight Club has something like that, too, on the DVD. Ooh. I not remember what it was, though. I have to look at I have the DVD, too. I love Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're coming out with Fight Club, too. But anyways, number next yeah, one. A comic, book ver- a comic book version, but yeah. Yes, they are. I want to see that. Me, too. I'm curious. When the film, when filming the scene where Samara is walking toward the camera on the tape, the actress um, was actually walking backwards towards the well. 
Yeah, that would make sense because that's how they that's how they achieve creepy ghost walks in movies. Uh, they make them walk backwards and they they play them forward and it causes some sort of weird glide to how they walk. Oh, and I think this is the one that you mentioned, Ted. Um, the f- number one is subliminal me- uh, frames from the ring video are inserted in the film. For example, the ring image can be glimpsed for a fraction of a second in the transition between the fairy horse sequence and Rachel's car drive to Anna Morgan's farm on the Moseko Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of those quick flickers throughout the whole movie. Like the one when the girl's in the closet, or right when she turns, you said they flickered all the images. Now that happens through the whole movie. I actually, I seriously actually watched The Ring maybe about a month ago, just coincidentally. I was going through my DVDs looking for, looking for anything to watch, and I was like, I haven't watched The Ring in a while. Hmm. Actually, I was just, this is kind of random and off subject, but I was just thinking of watching, um, was it The Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Radcliffe? Is it, is it something to watch? Is it good? I enjoyed that movie. Yes, the fir- I haven't seen the second one. I thought the first one was I thought it was better than it sh- it should have been, if you know what I mean. Because it was like a mm-hmm. kind of like low, not low budget. It was kind of a movie that came and went, and no one talked about or cared about. So you thought, well, this will be a fun little thing to watch. And it was actually kind of there was a there was one mo- scene, and there actually was kind of like, ooh, this is creepy. So cool, and I I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. Like I've. I've had an interest to watch it, and not just for the story itself, but I like to see Dan Radcliffe in something other than Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What about so. Horns? Horns? That's the new one he's in. It's about uh, his girlfriend gets murdered. He starts growing horns, and everyone thinks Ooh. he's like Satan. It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ha- really? I'm writing that huh. down. Would you guys consider? To listen to this. I know we. I know that Matt has the role, but if Matt was unable to uh, continue, uh, Daniel <laughs> Radcliffe hell? as Daniel Radcliffe as Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. I could see him as Peter Parker. Huh? No. Somebody mentioned that the other day, and I, I actually was like, uh, I want Donald Glover. I'm a huge Donald Glover Spider-Man fan. Who's Donald Glover? Uh, Danny. He's Glover's the son? dude from Community. He plays uh, Troy in Community. Uh, the black guy, basically. You want Miles Morales, Spider-Man? Well, I mean, you can have a black Peter Parker. Who cares? I'm, I'm obviously a lot of people disagree, but he, he, when he, Andrew Garfield, before he got the role, Donald Glover was lobbying for it, and there's a huge internet thing trying to get him to be. And he's just like a such a smart, funny guy. I think he'd do a great job at the role. Yeah, we'll see what they do. We'll see. I already got it though, so it doesn't even matter, right? Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. asshole or not? How's he? What's he like? <laughs> I what's, he like what's he like? Mad? You're Spider Man. Have you hung out with Robert Downey Jr. yet? Uh, you know I can't talk about that stuff. I mean, Chris, I don't Chris Pratt. Right Chris Pratt. What's he like? Chris Pratt I mean, is the nicest guy to work with. Like when we're on set, the Chris what? Pratt that goes in front of the camera and the Chris Pratt that like you hang out with is almost the same guy. He's he's a genuine dude, man. And I'm so lucky to have been able to have been on well, a movie. You know, with Matt him. Meadows now in the in the same family as Chris Pratt, <clears throat> the Mar- the Marvel family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting a couple spinoffs, guy. I didn't want to... Uh, I mean, I'm in talks. I haven't signed any contracts yet, but... A couple <laughs> new Spider-Man movies on the way with yours truly. After the Spectacular Spider-Man. They already use Spider-Man and Amazing. They're going to have to call it <laughs> Spectacular Spider-Man. Totally awesome Spider-Man. The above-average Spider-Man. The above-average. <laughs> the above-average. 
That would be my movie. The, the slightly above average Spider-Man. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> cute. If they'd be like, wait a minute, Peter Parker's supposed to be in high school. This guy's like 30. Bullshit. <laughs> I'd be the disappointing Spider-Man. Like, I'm here to sit. Oh, nope, nope. Web's not working. Sorry, guys. Well, I gotta you go. know what's dumb is they actually said something like, uh, Spider-Man's supposed to be a, a, a teenager. Andrew Garfield's too old to play the role because he's like 33 oh, years up. old. And I'm like, well, then why did they fucking cast him? He was 30 when they cast him. Yeah. Well, you know, that has nothing to do with it. Ralph Macchio was like 26 when he played Daniel LaRusso. Oh, yeah. Ralph Macchio was older than Terry Silver in the third movie, True Story. The guy who trained him in the third one, who was the villain. Ralph Macchio was a year older than Terry Silver. How crazy is that if you know your your if you know all of your karate kid lore it's it's crazy <laughs> and then who else wait and who else David Faustino when nope. he played um the Bundy kid I can't remember now and married what? with children but thank you he was like in his 20s too and he's supposed to be a 16 year old kid Steve on a 90210 was like 75 when he played that's Steve. right and we had Luke Perry who was like what in his like 30s or early <laughs> yeah it's crazy hey. Guys, we're prime age to go get roles in the next generation of 90210. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm running for senior class president. <laughs> well, you know what? No. Even better. We could be the next 21 Jump Street. We can all go undercover in high school. Oh, yeah. For sure. I could be babyface if I shave my uh, facial hair. Right? I totally look 16. Yeah. We would totally look like high schoolers. We could do this. Just learn to become undercover cops and let's bust some kids. Here we go. Guys, that that chick is so ratchet, yo. I can't (laughs) wait to Instagram this pic. What filter should I choose, guys? (laughs) Well, you got to do it like it's how high school when you were like high school when you were in high school and you just never figured it out. So I'd be I'd be showing up in my uh, I'd have my uh, my Pearl Jam flannel shirt on. (laughs) <laughs> and I, and I have a shirt, I'd have a shirt with a picture of Kurt Cobain. I'd have a picture That's true. of uh, the, la- the latest issue of Hit Parader with Kurt Cobain on the cover. <laughs> yeah, I'd have Pearl Jam's album Vitality. I'd have that on my hat. Vitality. Vitality. Hey guys, you go, hey guys, you going to Blockbuster Music later to pick up Vitality? <laughs> well, let's go to Blockbuster after to get some videos. Oh my <laughs> god! Maybe we can rent a video. I remember when my best friend got a, a DVD player and I went over his house and I was like, he had Blade. It, it was like future oh, crazy God. technology and like the movie animated menu. I was like, it looks like Mortal Kombat. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. And I remember oh, I bought one. I bought one and I got like the Truman Show and Psycho. And it was like, my dad was looking at it. We were just like, this is like, man, we really took a risk investing in this. Who knows if it's going <laughs> to take off future. or not. It's the future. We're investing in the future. We don't know if this is going to work or not. Did you? This are laser discs. Dude, <laughs> we don't know yeah, which one. I remember getting a DVD player early to Ted, and, and dude, I never got my twenty free DVDs. I mean, it was like all these DVDs that you're like, man, this is the crazy thing, man. I'm getting all these DVDs, man. It's like a, a million dollars <laughs> value, man. It comes with this yeah. four hundred dollar machine. Holy cow! The cheapest DVD player you could buy was four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But that oh was awesome. Gosh, yeah. Pink, yeah, I remember. I think Pink Floyd, The Wall, and Maybe Ace Ace Venture was one of my first. And we, yeah, and you still had it on a square TV, so you had the black bars at the top. There was a whole there was a whole thing where like we'd buy my dad would buy movies and he's like, I don't like the goddamn black bars at the top and bottom of the screen. You always, <laughs> always buy the square version. And I said, Dad, I swear to God, in the next three years, you're going to get a high definition widescreen TV. You're gonna want to have those the black bar version because it's gonna fill the whole screen. I don't like it. And then he bought a 
widescreen TV, and then he starts saying, "Oh, my movie's got black bars on the sides, and I don't <laughs> like." And I was like, "I told you, I told you to buy for the future, Dad." So he started rebuying movies he already had to get the widescreen one. Right, that's awesome. I, I see. I was but, like that. I, I I am a person to be like, oh, in three years, I need to buy this like this now because in three years, I'm gonna be happy I did. But but if you remember when DVDs first went on sale, you couldn't buy VHS tapes anywhere. But like, like they were still like ninety eight dollars if you messed one up at Action Video. So all of a sudden, they, you know, that's whenever <laughs> they started putting they really started putting VHS out for like they were like thirty bucks for movies. Uh, you know, because you could buy the DVDs. Now, do you remember that Matt? Mm-hmm. Were they ever like that up there where the movies were like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks? I remember at the time, yeah, there was some for sure. VHS. So, do you do you ever rent video games and they would uh, um, the places I rented games, they would not give you the instruction book. They give you a, they'd give you a photocopy of the instruction book. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. A (laughs) photocopy, and it would say if you don't return this, it's like a ninety dollar fine. Yeah, return the photocopy. Yeah, that was so annoying at the end. Ninety dollars for a photocopy of an instruction book. I could go to the store and buy the game brand new and give you the instruction book for less than that. That's crazy. Motivation. No, Don't freaking lose it. No wonder ah, I miss Block those days, days, man. I miss re- renting a game and getting like a shitty photograph instruction book. Oh, those were like the good old days. Oh, uh, dude. I, yeah, man. Like I remember Friday night, like yeah. after school, my dad would t- like take me up. I'd get a drawing pad to pl- draw around with and I'd get a you take me to Blockbuster, you get yeah, a man. movie, and you get your vi- your Super Nintendo game, ah, and then uh, game. D- order a pizza, and it was, you were just you were set for the night. Yeah, order a little <laughs> Caesar. Oh, man, that was the best, dude. It was like, oh. pe- no, Pizza Hut. Because, you know, Pizza Hut was doing all those little gaming kind of things at that point. See, I, I they were like, giving, like, demos out and stuff. Y'all warm my heart, guys. I, yeah, I really felt like I was the only one doing that, like... Me, I thought I was the only everyone one. Everyone grew up. We would go to my cousin. You know, it was always like uh, you. Know, we play games until Headbangers Ball. Come on, and then you know, uh, Headbangers Ball. And then when it, and then that was Adam. <laughs> it was when Adam was on there before Ricky Rotman. And and after like two or three o'clock when that went off, we we're like, man, we're gonna play some more Rygar, some Life Force. And, yeah, but, Life Force. But but we couldn't turn it off because there wasn't a save. <laughs> so we always had to let <laughs> the game right. keep running. I uh, Life Force is a game that I have a bad. Uh, uh, what's the word? I, like I have a bad association with it, and I to this day, I was at my friend's house playing Life Force, and he was. Um, I just associated with the game. I got violently sick and threw up like a million times. And in my mind, every time anyone mentions the game Life Force, all I all I can think about is being horribly ill. Dude, we to this re- day, we rented that game so much we could have like bought it probably three times. I mean, it's like by association, guilt by association. <laughs> We'd go rent a game, be like, "Oh man, let's grab Life Force too," because I mean, yeah, we could just fly through it like Contra and games like that, up, up, down, down, type. Stuff. You know, I have to tell you, I can't. Numerous times that I had to rent RC Program because I wanted a game really bad, RC but there was Pro-Am. nothing left. I that one. Do you, and I, I remember playing that game over and over and just getting so mad that I couldn't like get around the um, I was part the, the whatever you call it, the court. And I finally got it, and I'm like, yes! I have to tell you, it was like the seventh time I ended up renting that game, and I finally, finally got it. But you know, <laughs> you know when you finally do something right, and you just, you yeah. feel like you just belong on that first place pedestal, and you just feel like shining <laughs> bright like a star. I'm like, game. yep, that's me. I can do this game. Now. <laughs> that was awesome, RC Perry. That was like the first game that we had. To where you know, like, like, 
It, it bothered me at first because the, the, the truck and the car would never move on your TV. But like you could hold your finger on the car and he would never move. And the, 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 you know the screen would move around. He'd be like at the bottom left, and it was like the first game to where the, like the the screen shifted around the car. So like when you turn, that's true right, though. That's crazy. I didn't remember it. Yeah, you remember that the, the car never yeah. moved. It, it would it would like turn. It would lean left and it would lean right. But the screen, yeah, that was the, the first one that I knew of on the the NES. But and then Rad Racer came along, which is 3D magic and blew everyone out of the water. Remember yes, that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it was like night and day. So, like, anyways, let's get back to what about what about TNC Surf? One, one more. Oh, I was the I was the fucking man at TNC Surf. I love that game. I love I love those shirts. You know, I, we never could afford the shirts, but my friend gave me a a town and country sh- surf shirt. They had the monkey in it and the Elvis dude. Matt, did y'all have that up there? I can't remember that game. Y'all got TNC Snow. <laughs> y'all TNC. Y'all, y'all TNC, TNC Blizzard. TNC Ski. Let's get back to the news. All right, let's get to the news. Norma, yeah, Matt actually has a so I want to get my Daryl. Yeah, because no, Matt, Matt's okay, got a Matt, great I'm news done. story. I'm done. You go. I want to talk about Daryl, too. Let's go. Let's All do right, this. Okay, let's talk about this. This Because I think this deserves some attention. So yes. I was reading this article. It says that The Walking Dead has a Daryl Dixon problem. Uh, and I'll sum up the article as thus. There's two problems with Daryl in The Walking Dead. The first is that he's an original character, um, which means he his existence in the show as kind of Rick's, like, best man, kind of side guy, is planting what should have been the role that, like, Tyrese had, that Abraham had. Because in the comics, Rick goes through a lot of best friends, and they all bring something different to Rick. Like, they all kind of, like, come at different stages. But since Daryl's been, like, the number one guy, we're kind of missing out on that character development. And my other thing is, and then we can talk about this, uh, Daryl usefulness in this show now he's almost he's almost like a superhero with no real plot anymore mm. like the role the role daryl plays is guy walking around with crossbow that saves someone at the last minute like he doesn't really have any lines anymore he just he's just a he's, he's just a body with a crossbow and i'm wondering if maybe it's time to get rid of him i love norman reedus i'm not saying anything about norman reedus but the character of daryl dixon Don't you dare say anything about i'm sorry man but like what use does he have in the show and is is he standing Killing in the way tanks, of some- man. Yeah, he he seems like he's just like the bodyguard cuz you know yeah. when they bring aaron in he, the first thing he does is just go look out and do a quick search to see if anybody's out there and he comes back in Dude, right. You know, does this Daryl come back, man? People cut their banes here in the South, man. The mullet well, is ask, back. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Why is Daryl Dixon good in the show? I'm not, without I, saying he's sexy. Without I'm, saying I'm, like, I'm not a fan, dude. You know me. I'm not a fan. I think it's bad acting. I think. I, I think whenever they get him to punch somebody, I'm like, I really think I'm like, <laughs> I don't like it. I'm like, he was cool at one why point. They should kill like, him off. I really think they should just kill him off. Do you think I that's think what they're should. getting ready to do? No, oh, but I that's wish the they would. A fan favorite. I think he's such a fan favorite that people would revolt, which is the problem they have because normally a guy like Daryl would be dead by now. Like, you don't last that long in The Walking Dead as long as Daryl has. I mean, I know Glenn has, but Glenn seems to have more purpose in the show. But Daryl, I just I don't know what his purpose is anymore. I think it's a sore thumb for his acting, his plot, everything about him, dude. I, I, I'm not a Daryl fan, so mm. they uh, even have the saying, uh, "Daryl dies and we riot." Why? 
Because he's a it's he's, a he's hands, I don't know. Some people think he's the perfect eye candy. I don't know. I don't understand that. But again, this isn't know. about Norman Reedus. I think he's no, no. no. The, this is about what's but, written uh, in for him. He, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. he doesn't have any control over that. No. You know, he he has to play the part that they give him. You know, just like when they have to kill you off, that's it. You don't have control over that. Mm-hmm. But um, no. I mean, you're right. There is. He just seems like the bodyguard right now. There, There isn't any story now that Beth is gone. They're not going anywhere with Carol, with him. It seems, you know, like there is no purpose for him. It seems like even Carol doesn't have a purpose at this point. Yeah. You know, it's just, and I don't know if they're trying to focus in, and as you stated earlier, Matt, that, you know, these shows are giving you a little more of, um, they're building, you know, character and giving you a little more input on each character. Maybe it's not their time to shine anymore, or at least not at this point, but yeah, that's trying to make me think that maybe they are disposable now. I think so. I mean, Tyrese was killed, and I thought Tyrese was untouchable. So maybe hmm. Daryl's next. I just like, and if you go back to the comic, and I, I don't want to be that guy, but if you go back to the comic, uh, there was some real, like Tyrese was a great best friend to Rick. Like I love that relationship. I love the relationship with Abraham because Abraham became Rick's best friend. Um, so when I see like Daryl like taking that role, not really doing, they're not really doing anything with him in that role. I'm like, we're missing out because I love Abraham in the show too. I just wish he got a little more screen time. Two things I'd like to see on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. One is AMC bans all, and this is serious. I like to see AMC ban all the actors from ever attending any cons ever. Number two <laughs> okay. would be that Norman Reedus gets to call you, the the death launch. Yeah, because he, it, people that watch it, <clears throat> the actor himself and the character all thinks that just can't happen. I think it's gonna yeah. happen one day. I think you got to pull that rug out from people and kill Daryl. I mean. If Daryl goes, then I know anyone is really dispensable. That yeah. would be Jr. getting shot. Seriously, and yeah. dude, I, I guarantee you, I bet it would draw five million more viewers in if Daryl Dixon got killed. It would make this show explode even crazy more. And then, this is what they do, Matt. John Stamos on The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, am I right? John Stamos, John Stamos as Negan. Everything I do. So, well, Ted, what do you think? What, what's Daryl? I know you're a big Daryl fan. You got his posters. Yeah, yeah I've got, I've got his love, love doll. Um, I like Daryl, and uh, I'd be I'd be sad to see him go, but maybe reel him back a little bit. I right. guess. Yeah. Well, what and you, Sean, you think it's somebody... time for him to go? Uh, sorry, sorry. I, I know, I know, it would damage the show, but honestly, I mean, let's talk brass tacks, guys. Last night he he was cleaning his bow and arrow. I mean, that's all we. Get. I mean, we get stupid stuff like that. I mean, that's that's basically, yeah. We actually got a lot from him last night, and that was just him cleaning his bow and arrow, and not saying a word. Well, you know what, Daryl is in the show. He's the writer's answer to how do we get out of this situation. It's like whenever there's like whenever someone's about to get. Kill something bad about to happen. It's Daryl goes off and does something. I'm here. Or Daryl, yeah, it? exactly. Daryl takes care of it, right? Well, I mean, that, that's that's not a character though. It's just a device. Kill, dude. Matt, I'm sorry. As much as we told the, ta- the next Daryl, because we have another guy who's you know kind of buffy and and, and <clears throat> knows right, how to use a right. weapon. So what if <clears throat> they're trying to slowly take 
Daryl out and put Abraham as the next, you know, no. eye candy kind of guy? Can he fit this? Is he, is he eye candy, Norma? Is, is, no. is Ab- Abraham's not as, uh, he doesn't have the, the sex factor that Daryl Dixon has. The ginger soldier. I like Abraham, though. I love, I love the no, character they I got No, I am starting him. to like yeah. him. I don't know if I should or shouldn't, but I am starting to like his yeah. character as I'm starting to see him grow more into this group. The other girls like are all going to be in Playboy, right? The hot... Yeah. Even the article that I said, that I saw on this, didn't even call her by her name. It said that the hot chick from The Walking Dead. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, That's There's something wrong Abraham, with that. Abraham's lady is going to be... So So we all need to buy that. Normie, you got to buy it too, just uh, for our collection. For I don't support, even remember yeah, seeing the need- other girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the store. I'm like, yeah, can I buy the one with the hot chick from, from The Walking Dead, please? But... Uh, Playboy's a different level. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I would feel dirty going to buy like a uh, hustler or something. But, but I, you know, I, like if if I was with Freeman, mommy, and my kids, I would be like, you know, I want the one with the Walking Dead. I, for me, I it's like a different caliber. Am I you right? can get am away I, with buying right, that Matt? issue because you you actually yeah. can say I'm buying this because I'm a Walking Dead fan, and they might say okay. But it's a gen- it really is a gentleman's magazine, Norm. It's not. It's it, they don't. Playboy you mean you don't get it for the articles? <laughs> Playboy is really boring. <laughs> but they do have award-winning articles. The Hunter, articles Hunter S. Thompson boring. used to be in there all the They've done a lot of articles on Hunter S. Thompson. Matt, am I right? You're a journalist, dude. Playboy, take the pictures aside. <laughs> they do have award-winning articles. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not even being joking. Like, they do have good writing in Playboy. I mean, it, don't really, it just shows boobies. I mean, it, it's... Wow. I mean, once you got the internet, you can get that. So it's the yeah. writing that separates it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it, it would go under so fast. It's nuts because it's so unporn, I guess. Unporn. <laughs> but, but, am I right, Ted? You're a single man. <laughs> Just Ted, at do you look at Playboy's? Uh, no, I don't have, I've, I have seen Playboy, I do not currently have a subscription, but I'm usually on you yeah, UGIS, Spankwire, RedTube. <laughs> Alright, well, 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 let me answer this. Max videos. Matt. Yeah, big list of porn. Alright, Matt, whenever you were a 15-year-old boy, did you have an uncle to be like, hey man, here's a Playboy? And, and there's nothing thought of, but you, I, I had, Playboy but you had them like, uh, giving them to his uncle. Hey, uncle, but what I'm saying, here for you? Like whenever I was, I was a kid, a, it was a joke. Like, like whenever I was 10, I knew where my uncle's Playboy collection was, but if he had like Swedish teen <clears> anal <throat> magazine, then that would be different. Play, I mean, play it. Like, I could show my son Ash at 12, I'd be like, all right, there, there's some boobies, all right? And Playboy would be perfectly fine. I, <laughs> not, not that I'd do it. I was raised but. to know that boobies weren't an evil thing. Um, I mean, I didn't see anything pornographic, but, like, the naked man. Matt, I don't this is the man who took his son to see the ring at three days old. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in a. What, what would it be? Then we went to see Showgirls when Ashton was four because they need to get out. <laughs> what do you What do you call eight? Like quad? What is eight? Eight. Uh, octo. Oct. He He might have been in an oct. I think he said. I don't know. He's a crazy kid. <laughs> an oct. <laughs> an octo orgy. Wait, with him it would be nine. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what do you think? I can't. I can't. His first orgy at the age of eight. I don't even know where we're going with this conversation. On an Atlanta highway, from my understanding. So let's let's go around the table. Do we think Daryl Dixon has some gas left in him, or do we think the show is just afraid to kill him off? What what do you think is going on with Daryl these days? Norma, you start. 
I think that the show might be afraid to kill him off, but I think he's dispensable. And I hope that the writers decide that because right now he's just a boring character. Yeah. So, so what? Sean? Are, what? Are, wait, what's the chat saying, Matt? You, you were having a discussion, or people saying that he should die, or? Uh, some are agreeing. Uh, Jedi Light says, "Let's see Daryl go down heroically, saving Rick." Uh, a lot of people are saying, "What about Michonne? Uh, maybe she's getting more of a, a role now, which is good." Uh, and then saying Rick and Carl are the only untouchables right now. So I don't know. It seems to be down the down the line a little bit. I'm against it, dude. But for my vote, I say, that, "All right, this is how I think it should go down. I think it should be bit like his ear, something minor, something <laughs> you can't cut off." And I think we should have about six, seven, eight, nine, maybe. Maybe a uh, half season of him dying. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just to drag time. it out. Just to drag it out. In real, yeah, in real time. Just him dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I like him. Uh, you know, him as an actor is somebody that FaceTime my son. Uh, you know, he's always been nice. Me and Matt met him. He, you couldn't ask mm-hmm. for a better fellow. But as for Daryl Dixon, I, I, I think it's a waste of time. He, he de- I don't know, man. It, I, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. What about, no, absolutely. What, what about some Freeman in there? Ted? Would y'all be, would y'all be <laughs> Team Freeman, Daddy? I'll give me a crossbow. I'd be, I'd be I don't Freeman think you'd have what it takes to, to lead that yeah. group. Actually, Oops. no, you would. You, no, you, yes, you, you would because you're like me. Are you kidding me? The- Sean's got, he's got the. Who's I'd follow Freeman. Not yeah, the- the- he. he- under the woods when he saw something shiny, though. So I'd have to stay on the road and like call him back. Like, Sean, we gotta go. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> hey, wait, I know this zombie. Yeah. Sean's got the gumption. That's the word I'm looking for. He could do it. Got the height. The I'm height. Like, What's up, suckers? Woo! <laughs> 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 I'm here at your front door. Sorry, mommy. Sorry. <laughs> I beat Asian's ass. <laughs> How was that tank kill? Go watch the video, ZombieCast News YouTube. See, see how I roll. You don't see me alley ooping some air Texans. You see how I roll. Face pow, 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 pow. Uh, Ted, so, so you say yeah? Right. I say keep Daryl around. I, I like Daryl. Keep him around. Maybe dial him back. I don't know. But I, uh, I feel better about the show knowing he's on it. All right. Well, l- let me give you this. Let me counteract, Ted. We'll, we give you John Stamos and we call him Blackie. Just like General Hospital. What? What the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> I like John Stamos. He seems like a cool guy. Man, but if you ask any older woman, Blackie, just just go to a woman and be like, who was that character Blackie when you were younger? And they'll be like, John freaking Stamos on General Hospital. That's what he made was it. Uncle Jesse to me. That's they call why. Him yeah, Je- Uncle we call him, if you have him on there, his name's Jesse, and he plays the guitar. But he there was Norman the General General Hospital. Blackie was like uh, he was iconic, and, and that's what made him famous. Yeah, no, my brother was a General Hospital watcher. I was not. <laughs> ask your brother. He'd be like Blackie. Oh, I have to ask him. Matt, huh. I don't know Blackie. No, oh, you. This is your article. I, I don't mean to take <laughs> over, but but you can't ask yourself, hey Matt, how do. Uh, Sean, how, how do I feel? So, Matt, how do you feel about it? Oh, I like, like I said, I, um, I, I love Norman Reedus. Uh, I do think Daryl Dixon, it's time for him to go. Do something with him or let him go because he's done a lot of great things in this series. But right about now, I just don't, I don't see where he fits in anymore. 
You know, don't even kill him off. You know, in this yeah. new place that they find, find him a love interest, and he's decided, you know what, guys? I'm done. I'm setting roots here. If you guys are going to walk away, that's fine, but I'm setting roots here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah they give him a good have him just walk off into the sunset type of thing. That's a good point. Right. It doesn't have, have to end to death. Yeah, yeah. why does everybody, if you, if you leave the show, you have to die? Maybe they want to get rid of any possibility in the audience's mind that they could return, but... You could just have someone just say, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, that, Michael Scott left the office. We're like, he's gone. Then he showed back up in the finale. They could maybe do that, have Daryl show back up for, like, one episode in, in eight years. That was cute. <laughs> like, yeah. That's it. So, uh, so it's, it's mixed. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll change a little bit. Well, I think there's a lot of people that kill before Daryl, like Rain Man. True. What? The guy with the mullet who lied about Washington, kill him. Oh, Eugene, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene, kill Eugene and kill and kill Alana Masterson. What's her name? Kill her. There's a lot more people you can kill to, to get those numbers down before you start killing Daryl. There's a lot more red shirts. You're right. There's a lot more people like why are they still here? All right. Other than to like maybe die in a gigantic event that's coming up. Yeah. All right. And I'm not, I'm not, that's not a spoiler. I'm just saying like maybe they're there. To An honest question. Up. I hear a lot of people raving over Eugene. I came. Uh, uh, we, we all. We all saw the actor that played Eugene at Walker Stalker. I can't think of his name, but a lot of people rave over how he's a good actor. How do you, is a good actor or not, Matt? Do you, do you like Gene's character? I haven't character? seen him after enough. I, I love Gene's character. Or is it a bad character. acting? Oh, well, he's a comedian, no, I love right? I love, I love Eugene. I love the way he's doing it with kind of like the semi-autistic kind of... Tank hit, man. 401 talks. <laughs> I like him. I like his character. I like, He's I been like, quiet I wanna, too lately. Yeah, Abraham has grown on him me. And Abraham, because I didn't yeah. like Abraham. Abraham grown on me last night. Yeah, you know, like, like I saw into his, his eyes looked into my soul, and I was like, you know, Abraham's all right. I, I like Abraham. <laughs> Eugene, no, Daryl, no. Yeah, Glenn's a good actor, dude. I, I, you know, I like. I, yeah, Glenn is I, five seasons into it. Glenn is really he grew on me a lot last night. Glenn to me is like my favorite character. I think just because like whenever he's in a scene, it's it's just a, it's an actual character. Like Rick now is just like Grumbly McGee. I just want to kill him. Whereas Glenn, <laughs> he seems to still have his heart. He seems to still have like some kind of like dimension to him. Right. <laughs> Rick is like, uh, hey, 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 Glenn runs in. Hey, Rick, we found a survivor out there. We found somebody. <laughs> and Rick's like, do do we get to kill him? <laughs> ask him the questions Ricky can't talk he's near death ask him the goddamn questions if he doesn't answer the questions in five minutes I'm gonna stick this knife in his brain <laughs> but, but Rick is, his leg's missing he must have taken off his leg to trick us I say we take off his other leg and see his if he's alive or not that, his other <laughs> leg's probably out there watching us do a Abraham. Do a sweep. If you see the other leg, don't do not hesitate. <laughs> I want you guys all to look for that leg, two at a time. Keep an eye on the keep an eye on the shit. Yeah, chatters. You know, I wish I wish this show was five hours long. I could hang out with you, chatters, and my co-host all night. But uh, we do have a time slot, and that time has come, guys. Good show this week, uh, Norma. Before we get into our shoutouts, tell everybody about what happens on Fridays. Friday nights, guys, we are starting to do with Onslaught, a.k.a. Gabe, yes. Game Night on Xbox One. Oh. 
and we would love to have you all come and join us. We are doing it about 7.30 to 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And lately we've been playing uh, Advanced Warfare. We could play other games that we all have in common. It doesn't necessarily have to be the the X1. It could be the 360 if you want to do some Left 4 Dead. We're pretty game. It's definitely not going to be the PlayStation 4, though. Yeah, not the PS4 because I don't have one. And I don't think Gabe has one either. <laughs> so if you're a PS4 fan, sorry, not this time. <laughs> buy a three or buy an Xbox One and come join us. But we would love to have you. And you know what? You don't if you don't get an invite for us, just join our chat. Um, because we may not all know your names. So absolutely just join us. Just jump in. Come in and come have fun with us. We played for about two hours. We had a lot of fun. You know, even Chipsella came and joined us last Friday. Chip. Yeah, good old Captain Chaos. You know, Uh, Fred Fred was a couple weeks ago, right? And Fred was a couple weeks ago before that. And, you know, if you want to hear me lose my temper and, you know, maybe not say a couple nice things to other people, then join us. (laughs) You know what? I I, I think... I think sooner or later we need to make Gabe a part of the zombie cast team, man. He does a lot for us behind the scenes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's been really good about setting these games. In fact, um, I hear a couple of people played some Gears on the 360 this Sunday with yeah, Gabe. Yeah, me and Normie and Gabe shooting yeah, up with those things. What are those things called? Locusts? The Locusts. Ted, yeah. Ted, did you, get you, should a, did you miss your invite, Ted? I, I miss mine. It was on 360. Enough. I played enough yeah. Gears. I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying, well, I, can't. I don't like Gears. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, buddy. Our, Sean's got two copies of it. Yeah. So why one him? <laughs> yeah, Sean, play next time, man. I like Gears, and I bought it twice for Zombiecast on accident. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just not a Gears right fan. Man, Advanced Warfare is... Fa- Dude, Matt, that's a fantastic game. <laughs> yeah, I, I should check that out soon. Ted, are you going to play this Friday? Because I've been out the last two due to work. But I want to play this Friday. If Ted's uh, out. Sure, Hold if I'm around, yeah. I heard it's been fun. Every, you know, Gabe, oh, it's been a Gabe lot says of fun. that we have not seen any game nights like the last two uh, with Advanced Warfare. Said it's just tons of fun. Nobody, nobody trumps the whole game. Everybody wins a little bit here and there. So oh, we can actually yeah. defeat Gabe in this. Yeah, well, we we're on his team. Yay! You know, and I've have Epic Eric was with us. We had um, oh my gosh, I can't remember Ryan's name. Um, Jedi of Light. Jedi of Light came and joined us. Um, we had some really incredible people come in and hang out and play. So that was just a lot of fun. So we want to see you Friday. Come find us. If you don't remember what time, send me a Twitter message, you know, Facebook me, whatever. Just come find me. Nice. And Miss Norma. Where can people where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on Sunday nights here on All Games at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio. And um, come find me on Facebook under Normie Late. N-O-R-M-I Late. L-A-T-E. Matt, it's your destiny. Who is that? Who is that? That's the Emperor. What's his nuts? From Star Trek. What is thy biddings? What did you just say, Norma? No, I mean Star Wars. <laughs> Star Trek. Get that Star Trek shit out of here. What are you talking about? Sorry, we've been watching Star Trek lately. Get that Star Trek nonsense out of here. <laughs> what was that, like Mork and Mindy? <laughs> Mork and Mindy. Uh, Mr. Tedekin, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, Tedekin on everything. Spell that. That's it. T-E-D-A-K-I-N. 
E V E R T H. Spell backwards, Ted. <laughs> Ted's just on command. Uh, Whatever he says. A A D E T. Uh, four <laughs> plus seven. <Whoa>. Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven what minus seven. What, what else you got, Sean? Negative. You're doing your homework over the podcast again. I am. I am. <laughs> Uh, I bet uh, Tatican dude, everybody needs to follow him everywhere. Watch it, throw some, throw some history at me, Sean. See what, see what you got. Uh, hey, we're into Fantastic Form tonight. Let's uh, wrap her up, boys. Yep. Throw me some comic book stuff. Uh, Do it. What is Bracewell? What, what nationality? That's uh, English. It's <laughs> about as good as Canada, ain't it? I'm Scott. <laughs> Jesus. I kid you, Matt. Matt, where can you? I'm where Scottish can you, too, dude. Where can people uh, find you beside the Far North? At Madam McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y, and uh, VGO on Tuesday nights. Nice. You can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One Gamer Topic is FreemanDaddy7. That's uh, just number seven. FreemanDaddy5 and FreemanDaddy7. And please go leave us a review, guys. We're one away from 100. People in chat, all you guys have not left us a review. We need one for 100. Let's not ask them. Just one fucking review. And you can find me on Xbox Live under Normie Bug. I forgot about that. You might need that if you want to play with me on Friday. Did I skip you, Norma? Yeah, that's true. No, I just forgot it. <laughs> Alzheimer's Norma. Uh, but Oops. on behalf of the Zom Research Society, allgames.com, Mr. Tedekin himself, Miss Norma Latte, yeah. Mr. Meadow McFly, Marty! Marty! Hey, by the way, I think there's a new Back to the Future movie in planning, but... Yes. Do you remember this in the movie? Marty! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Me and my friends used to do that. Uh, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we could call episode 144. It's going to be a big one in six episodes. Episode 150. We go, oh, we're going to do sure. it. We go, we're, you know, 150 dude, we're going to do, we're going to do crackhead voices the whole show. And we're going to be like, hey man, folks, you pay me that rock over there. Hey, man, you pass you watch the rock, Ted? Oh, man. Chuck is like a wiener full of rock. What about you, Ted? I think Sean did hit the rock just now. No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> oh, good night, zombies! Good night, all. Ted, say bye. Bye. Adios.